You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> we are rolling, by the way. That's Just fine. letting you know. I'm, I figured that's why we were making extra <laughs> Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, episode 31. Woo. Wow, 31. Woo. That's a number. Good year. <laughs> it was a good year. 31 what, AD. Good year. 31 AD. Yeah. I mean, what happened in 31 AD? Um, that's after donuts. <laughs> That's like, why it was so, so good. Uh, 31 after donuts. Yeah. It's near when Jesus died, I think, right? <laughs> after donuts. After donuts. He died due to donuts. Yes. Little known fact. <laughs> when he was crucified on the crawler. <laughs> he were crawlerfied. <laughs> Lord, I apologize. Lord. <laughs> uh, this week's episode is sponsored by um, Beckadoodles.com. You can listen to the ad now. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. Beck Seashoals is a cartoonist, illustrator, author, and crafter who has a variety of adorkable art. Beck has drawn sketch cards for Lucasfilm, DC Comics, Mars Attacks, and now she has art for you. From her shop, you can find precious versions of your favorite characters from science fiction, fantasy, and superheroes, as well as her very own cast of charming critters. Get prints, stickers, wrapping paper, stationery, and more. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. Uh, wow, that was a great ad. It's a great ad. Don't you love it? I loved it. Uh, Candace Holiday did that for us, I think. No, wait, no. Uh, Elaine Abdallah. Candace did uh, validation. So. Get wrecked, Candace. <laughs> no love for you, apparently. No, no, she doesn't need love for me. She got married this week. Oh, hey, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to, to Candace. Welcome uh, to the world She's of in marriage. Canada right now on her honeymoon. Eh? Yeah, right? Canada. I, Wait, who goes to Canada for a honeymoon? Candace and her husband. <laughs> Unless you're going to like a hockey game, there's really no reason to go to Canada for a honeymoon. They give you free donuts. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that's, that's a fair statement, I guess. And they're really nice up there. So. They, they are very, very nice. I've never been there. Very that's, polite. As far as I understand, they are nice people. I don't, you know. We have Canadian listeners, and we're thankful to have Canadian listeners. What's up, Canadian listeners? So, Hola. That's not. <laughs> hey, don't judge. They could be some Spanish-speaking Canadians. Someone in Ottawa. <laughs> Bonjour. For those living in Montreal. And in Quebec. Uh, Quebec. Uh, once, uh, once again, welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, episode 31. I'm your, ho- your host, your Native American Internet Spirit Guide, Scotty, and I am joined, uh, who, I guess you are now the permanent temporary go- co-host. I'm the permanent temporary co-host. You're like, you're, uh, uh, how about the permanent guest host? You're my permanent guest host. All right. Like, Johnny good. Carson had like, you know, uh, Joan Rivers, and uh, who else did he have? He had Jay, Jay Leno, of course, but he had... Yeah. You know, during David his, t- yeah, during his tenure, he had permanent guest hosts when he would go on vacation. So, so you're like our permanent guest host. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm happy with that. You're a great guest host. Oh, 
Gosh, go on. No, really, go on. <laughs> You're I, amazing. I, very talented. Uh huh. Smart. Uh, yeah. Good looking. Uh, well, well, hey, let's let's not <laughs> lie to the people. Let's not lie to them. You have a face for podcasts. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> jokes. Scotty's got them jokes. Um, and we're also joined by another Aaron. Hello. <laughs> I am also Aaron, the better Aaron, I guess, because I have boobs. True. I mean, you know. I mean, in the War of Errands. <laughs> I guess that. I mean, for tallying up things. <laughs> Listen, I've got boobs. <laughs> let's 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 be clear about this. Uh, they may not be. Uh, well, they're more moobs, but you know. Well, we talked about this with last podcast, podcast before last, podcast before last about this being a PG thirteen show. So mm-hmm. it depends on how many times you can show boobs. And true. If if we had video capabilities, we would totally do a boob off. I would, that was. But unfortunately, we don't have video capabilities. Yeah, nobody wants. Aww. Yeah, and I wouldn't win that anyway, so it's okay. Because, uh, you know, I've got hairy nipples, so <laughs> that's just awkward for anyone to see. Hairy nipples is also the worst porn name. Or the <laughs> best band name. Hello, Cleveland. We're hairy nipples. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, what uh, would hairy nipples play? What would be. Hmm. So is Harry? I would Nipples go with ska. I, they're they're a ska. They're band. ska band. Yeah, ska band. Yeah, Harry Nipples would be a ska band. I think they're a one of them Jim Mumford's and Sons kind oh, of see, no, singer songwriter no. jam bands. No, that would be ye old Harry Nipples. <laughs> ye old Harry Nipples. It's like of monsters and men of monsters and Harry Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> the monsters uh, is what covers the Harry Nipples. Right, part, right. It's like Chewbacca's Teats, also a great name for a band. Wow. (laughs) I'd go see those. (laughs) Like the Teats or would you see the band? (laughs) Can't we have both? Why are they mutually exclusive? (laughs) You know, that's a good question. I just... We should be a man playing an instrument in a Chewbacca suit with Teats. (laughs) So, all right, so... This podcast brought to you by (laughs) a man in a Chewbacca suit with Teats. Make your make your chewy noise. <laughs> there we go. Now it's official. Okay, so I'm just gonna because it's in my brain because you you put it in my brain. It's a good visual, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So would 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 he have just two teats, or would he have like like animals have like a, a series of teats? No, I'm pretty sure that they have uh they have litters. <laughs> Wookies have litters. Wookies have litters. Huh. See, I was gonna go with just two. I was. See, I was go. thinking just two, yeah. too. I mean, and that—that's a good point. Do, when in Star Wars, when we're on Kashyyyk, do we ever see any female Wookies? Okay. That we know of? All right. So, I would say the canon answer, or the canonical. How do you say a canonical? Was it canonical? Canonical. Just it say it with the British accent. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Hello. The the canon answer. Is um, no. Okay. But the non-canon answer is yes, because uh, especially because of the uh, Star Wars Galaxies. No, because that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. See, I've never played Galaxies, but uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special. Okay. Have you ever seen the Star Wars Holiday Special? I have. All right. It's been a long time, but yes. Oh, we did you watch it with us when we were at Ground Zero? Yes. So we used to run, we've talked about this before. We used to work at this comic sh- shop here in Mobile when it was around, and uh, 
once a week or once a month or whatever, I used to run this event called the panel, and we would do you know comic discussion or show a movie or do whatever. And for the holidays, I showed the Christmas special. So I didn't know if you were if you were there for that or not. Yep. If you've never seen the Star Wars holiday special, it's a train wreck. It's a beautiful, beautiful train wreck. It's on YouTube. You can find it pretty much anywhere. Chopped up. Lucas is like tried to bury it, or and I, I I'm hoping Disney kind of remasters and put it out and. Um, they pull it out of the vault. Well, Mark Hamill uh, talked about it at uh, Star Wars Celebration when he was doing his interviews. Uh, was like, you know, it's time to own up to it. You know, it probably wasn't the best thing in the world, but you know, don't hide it, kind of thing. Just right. put it out there because the fans would buy it because that's what we would do. But more to the point, the story of this is Han has to get Chewie back to Kishik uh, or Kashik for Life Day, which is. Wookie Christmas. <laughs> and so the, the whole thing is pretty well, most of it is, is shot on at, at Chewbacca's house in the trees, right? And it's his wife, his son, and his father, father in law. And um, that's great and all. <laughs> but the problem is, is that all those scenes and they take up a good chunk of the hour long special. They're all done in Wookiee speak with no subtitles. So <laughs> if Aaron will do the voice again, <laughs> that's like a scene. That's a poignant scene between, uh, lumpy Wookiee, uh, Chewbacca's son. <laughs> wait, wait, back up. Chewbacca's son is named lumpy. Yes. And his, it's, it's his dad or, or is his wife's dad, and it's itchy. And <laughs> are I, they are they really named this or is this? No, no, that's what they called them. They're lumpy, itchy. Is this just what people who didn't speak Wookie called them, <laughs> or is this actually yeah, what every, they named each other? Every every time every time they they name lump or they're like, oh, there's lumpy over there, lumpy the you know the the Wookie who's not actually named Lumpy's just like, why are they so mean to me? Uh, and he's like going. He's like going back. That's in, why in there's his no little... subtitles. They're just cussing out humans <laughs> the entire time. No, see, Lumpy goes to the back, and he's like playing like the Star Wars version of My Chemical Romance. And he's like cutting himself. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. Wookies would Wookies wouldn't cut themselselves. They would shave, shave themselves. themselves. <laughs> there you it's, go. Like, it's like, why are you wearing sleeves? Cause it's cool. No, no. Are you a shaver? Come on, son. Are you a shaver? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't ban names in his arm. <laughs> I'm so I learned it from watching <laughs> you, which was said by. <laughs> I don't know how we got on this subject, but yeah. Th- so there's Wookie females is what I really want to say. But yeah, there's a whole scene of these Wookies. Just it's not like I mean, like most of the movie is them. Yeah, the the Empire gets in the way. I don't know. It's, I can't remember. It's been a while since I say we're gonna do a Bros, Booze, and Movies this Christmas for it. Nice. And because uh, it's uh, there's some good things out of it. B. Arthur sings. <laughs> well, I mean that's, yeah, that's B. Something. B. Arthur is like a uh, a bartender at a cantina, a cantina, and uh, uh, there's an anime, there's a cartoon in it that's voiced by the original actors, and it's the first time we get Boba Fett, and he's different. He's colored weird, and he calls everyone friend. He's all like. I'll help you, friend. And you're like, you don't trust that guy because he's working with Darth Vader for some reason. And and then at the end, Leia 
Carrie Fisher sings. <laughs> like a holiday life day hymn. Nice. So I don't is know. It, is it about is it about pancakes or strudel or uh, anything that she would like to eat while she was, you know. <laughs> no, no, this is Carrie Fisher, 1978, 79, so it has to be with the drug she's consuming. Oh, okay, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Cocaine, cocaine. I mean, you've seen Empire Strikes Back. You've seen Empire Strikes Back when, when Harrison Ford has to read her her lines. Mm-mm. Oh, it's one of my, it's, so there, there is a, when they're in the space lug. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen Empire. <laughs> so they're in the space slug and they're on, they're trying to get the Falcon fixed. And um, there's a whole scene where the ship shakes and she lands in his lap in the co- in the co- the cockpit. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, and you know, it's she's all tr- like uh, Captain being held by you is the last thing, whatever where the line is. I know there's Star Wars fans out there going just screaming this line. I don't remember it because. Whatever. Scream louder. We can't hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> so one more time. But you you watch the close ups and you watch you watch Harrison Ford read her. I'm like whisper the line to her so she can say it. Huh. Straight up. And so I thought that was funny. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that was the copious amounts of drugs that she was. Don't do drugs, kids. Or if so, you do, don't do major motion pictures. It's one of the few mistakes that's still in, in the in Star Wars because you know when Lucas went went back and did the special editions, he cleaned a lot of that stuff out. Right. And but you can still see uh, Carrie's mouth watch, and you can also still. My other favorite one in Empire is uh, when Luke is fighting Vader, and he kicks him off the platform and Bespin. Right. And Luke goes to jump down to go find him. He lands on a trampoline. If you look to the more, you see his head bounce. <laughs> And so, you know, yeah, those those are the fun things. Uh, there's an episode um, uh, of Buffy on Netflix. I don't remember the season or whatever, but she's out in like the middle of a desert, and they do this big like panning like zoom out shot to show like here she is in the middle of the desert all by herself and blah 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 blah. And as they get further and further and further out. You see a guy standing there holding a, a reflector. Oh, I have to go find that. And I'm just like, hey, there you are. <laughs> and it's just, it's like, it's like whoever the editor was was like, all right, that's a good scene. We're good there. Move on. And it's like, you should have stopped that about like, like that pan is perfect. And if that guy's not standing there, that's a great shot. But the second he enters the frame, you're like, who's that guy? <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Buffy, but that sounds like a season two thing. Like, once it might be. Cause, I se- don't remember. It's been forever. Season since two I or three, because there's a part where after. Um, Kendra? After Buffy dies in season one, they, they they activate another Slayer. And then, which is, I think, Kendra. I think that's her name. Oh, spoilers. And yeah, if it's you have, too soon. <laughs> and, and then Kendra dies, and then that's how we get Faith. Yeah. And uh, there's a whole thing about the first Slayer that Buffy keeps having these visions of the first Slayer. And I think that's out in the desert. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. And so, <laughs> now that I think about it, I think you're I absolutely think right. She's having these weird visions of the first Slayer. Yeah, and so it's been a while since I've seen those. Mm-hmm. I, I need to go back and rewatch, but I've um, I started rewatching the X Files, and by rewatching it, I really should be saying I'm started watching the X Files. Oh, okay, because I I realized or I've I've not really watched the X Files. I knew what I mean, I've seen episodes, I've seen the movies, right? But I've never like watched it in order, or I've seen every episode. So I started. I haven't seen very much X Files. I started a couple weeks ago. Amazon Prime. Shout out to Amazon Prime. There you go. Uh, even not though not a sponsor yet. 
even though your prime day day was a joke. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah prime definitely... day was like like I hopped on there and granted I don't have any money to spend anyway. I hopped on there. But yeah, I'm you did like, get a college degree, so those yeah. are those are pricey. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, all right, well let me look around, let me see what's on sale. And I was like, I none of this seems like anything I'm interested in. Oh, I saw a tweet about it that, that summed it up nicely. Prime Day was like, you know, your grandmother's candy dish that had nothing but raisinets and <laughs> peppermints. And it's like, oh, you're right. And I didn't even go check to see because, you know, Walmart did like an anti-Prime Day. Yeah. And here was my favorite part of the the, the Walmart, uh, Walmart anti-Prime Day, which is hard to say for some reason. Um, they were, you know, they put out their, their press release about it. And they were like, uh, they said, and I'm paraphrasing, something along the lines of, we don't think it's right. That people should have to pay a premium price to be able to get uh, two savings. So we're offering our savings to everyone. Uh, and my favorite response to that was somebody tweeted that, highlighted that, and said, This just in Walmart closing every Sam's Club location they own. <laughs> like, who, who in public relations went, Nope, nope, this works perfectly. Let's put this out. Nobody will put uh, two and two together. It'll be fine. Uh, it's like, no, come on, man. And I like Amazon Prime. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I love Amazon I, Prime. I, I've been a Prime member for like four years. It pays for itself every Christmas. It does. It does. It comes in and hang it. Plus, with Prime Video now. Yep. And then Prime Music's great. And we're, you know, I'll, you know, I'm supporter of Prime. And yep. uh, but don't 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 hype up a sales thing and then go. Because it wasn't and then not delivered. It wasn't, you know, it was like it's gonna be like Black Friday or Cyber Monday, and it was like, you know, they usually have great sales for that, and it was yeah. just like, wow, this was the poor planning. It was just like nothing was anything interesting. I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I usually there's something, you know, I was hoping to get a DVD box or something for cheap, but nothing. I didn't see anything I wanted. Yeah, and so, and I figured they would have put new videos or something could bring up Prime Day. Here's where you get to see our new show or whatever. Right. Nothing. It was like, oh, here's the same old stuff we've had all July. It was a, it was, it was, I don't want to call it a marketing failure, but it was, it was definitely not great. I think personally, I think they were testing something. I, right. think, they were, I think they were like, let's see, let's, let's do this. Let's see if we can get a few more people to subscribe to Prime. Um, just to see. And I bet they know. did. And I feel bad for those people who are probably, mad. of course, it's free for the first month. So they'll probably, yeah. you know, cancel, cancel, whatever. but. Um, but let's you know let, let's see let's see how this plays out, and okay we're Amazon oh God we're gonna get a little bad publicity for, uh you know for a few days and then the internet will move on and find something else to bitch about. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like it's like so Donald for Trump them or for, yeah for them it's a it's a no lose situation or so. lowering flags for for the five guy uh, the the Chattanooga tragedy and I mean. Like, I don't know. I, I wonder if everyone else's Facebook is like the Facebook from the South. Because we have Facebook here, you know, because yeah. we're in the South. Right. And so all our friends are Southerners, and they know Southerners. And it's a – so, you know, I, I always wonder, because I, I see, regardless of what you feel about any of these issues, but it's all Obama does this, and Obama's done that, and then – Oh my! Can you believe? And then the Confederate flag over here, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I've actually, I was like, in Wisconsin, do they? Is, is, are there are their Facebook? Yeah, maybe it's all the same. I think I think it's all the same. Um, I've stopped going to Facebook unless somebody tags me on something, then right. I'll go look at it. Um, I don't 
and for two big reasons. One, because of that. Right. Um, and you know, my family being on there, there's a lot of times where, and it's a diff- it's a generational difference. They will, you know, they'll start talking about something, and I'm like, well, I don't want facts to get in the way of what you're talking about, so I'll just I'll I'll leave it alone. Well, um, we talked about this last week. We have well, I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but I know it was one of our, you know, I think it was a part of our conversation. But you know, I find myself often hitting the delete key. Yep. On everything, and it was like, I really want to respond to this, but you are just, I, will it do anything for me? Right. And then uh, the other reason why is because it's just full of baby pictures, and I, I'm sorry, I, I don't care about your baby. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I, know, I know we went to high school together, and that's cool. Uh, and you I'm glad you procreated. Out. Yeah, you know, and you've this is what your third kid that you've popped out. That's cool. Hey, more power to you. Um, but I don't want to see it, and for the most part, and this is uh, going to be a very unpopular opinion, most babies are ugly. Your your kid is not cute. I'm sorry. It's very rare that kids are cute. And they may be cute in person, but most baby pictures, you look at it and you go, it's kind of an ugly, it's like an ugly little no, I'm not, I, gremlin version of a person. I'll, I'll agree. I mean, probably unpopular too, but I'll agree. I, I think newborns are squishy. Yeah. Well, they just came out of a vagina. It's a bit of a traumatic experience right. for all involved. But but just being, I mean, <laughs> right. But they're they are. I mean, like when they're squishy for a while, and it's like, yeah. and they're not interesting. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I have a, I have a niece. She's probably eight months now, nine months now, and she's starting to get interesting. But she's not going to be interesting for years. And right. She'll be cute, and that's yeah. adorable. It's great. I have, have four year niece who's hilarious. She's interesting, <laughs> right? She's developed a personality, and you know, yeah. And so I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I dig that, but and I, I do, I do Facebook, you know, because I'm, I'm in West Virginia most of the time, so I, you know, it's how I keep up with everybody down here, right? And uh, unfortunately, that that's a double edged sword because you know they're all down here, and you know, once again, regardless of how you feel about the issue, and I've looked, I, you know, I, I looked up some stuff about the 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 Ha- putting the flags at half mass for the Chattanooga tragedy, and right. you know, the, you know, up in arms. Why isn't Obama? You know, he hates America because he's not lowering the you know the flags at half mass. And so, you know, one guy posted this picture of Whitney Houston and said the president lowered the flags for half mass for Whitney Houston. Won't do it for the for for the the the, or the Marine, Marines, the Marines and, the, yeah. and the sailor. And I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember that happening at all. Yeah. But let me double check. Let me let me Google real quick. And so it did. And of course, and I found out, no. He, he did not. Did not. Right. Uh, Flags were at, la- uh, at Half Mass in New Jersey, where she was from. Governor Christie did that. President Chilcan, hey, Governor Christie did, yes. did that. So, you know, I, it, they've been lowered Half Mass six times since 08. Six times too many, because they're all been horrible tragedies. Sandy Hook. Right. Uh, the first Fort Hood disaster, but not the second one, because I th- and I hate to sound cruel, but I, it wasn't my words. But it, what it looked like to me was wasn't them about the right body count. Everything was like right. everything was like ten or more people, right? No, and, and, so, and that's the thing. Like like everybody was talking about um, the Chattanooga shooting, and, and they were saying, "Well, it's a mass shooting," and I was like, "It's it's not. Uh, four people died, and that's awful." Um, and it is a terrorist act. It is a terrorist act. Absolutely. It's domestic terrorism, by the way. 
Um, yes, he's one of us. Yep. Uh, you can you can scream about him being Muslim all you want. He's <laughs> he's an American. <laughs> um, but and he was raised here, so so mm-hmm. calm that down. But anyway, um, he shot four people. Um, we've had more people die in shootouts uh, at bank robberies. Did we? Did we lower the the flags to half mass for that? Right. No. And, if this and it's and, and I understand it's context, and we lost we lost Marines and, and sailors, I, and I'm a military brat, right. and it's awful, and it's horrible. But let's let let's stop having selective memories on on all of this, and let's stop going. Well, this this happened this way, and he didn't do, just just stop. Let's let let's look at it and go objectively. Okay, if we lower the flags to half mast for a day, what have we done? What have we what have we seriously accomplished? It's a symbolic gesture and that's great, but you know, okay. Sandy Hook, we lost a bunch of children. Right. Lower the damn flags. Right. You know, uh we lost marines and 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 a navy and a sailor and that's awful, but it if he would have lowered the flags, great. If he doesn't, it's okay too. Yeah. It's, here's here's the other side of that, and and this, you know, like I said we don't get political on the show, but the same kind of people who are arguing about this kind of stuff, were also, you know, why don't if Tennessee lowers its flag, that's fine. Yes. That's great if Tennessee wants they to should. do. They, they, they should. They absolutely should. Right. That happened in their state. state it's, it's, and it's like well, states are right. States are right. Well, let them have to do their right. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I you know, it's. People, um, you know, using Facebook and social media is awesome to get your opinion across and let everyone know where you stand and, and try and make a change. But if all you're doing is complaining about things and raging about things and getting in arguments with people who aren't going to change their mind, right? why don't you go out into your own community or um, join an organization that actually actively makes changes in people's lives so you can actually feed back into your community and make it better. It's not going to bring back lives. It isn't going to make anyone feel better about what's lost, but you can, you can make something better for the people who are still protecting the country. Like like operation supply drop, taking care of people who are deployed, you know, um, making sure that their mental health is taken care of, that they have some entertainment um, wounded warriors. I mean, you can take care of people who are still alive. Oh, yeah, of course you can. And it won't fix any of the damages caused, but you're actually making a change in the world around you versus just making a whole bunch of people angry and making yourself angry. And and that's great, but here's the real problem with it. It's really easy to bitch about it on Facebook. That's it. <laughs> it's real hard to go out the door. Yep. And and that's the problem. We, you know... Um, I. I, I, this is talk about schooling. I, you know, I took this great sociology class, and I learned something really interesting about our, you know, how, the way we, we we think in the West. We like to control things. We want to control our environment, and that's what it is. You know, this the Facebook. What I say on my Facebook page, my Facebook page. It's not my Facebook page. I use it. Yes. But it's you know, Mark Zuckerberg or his shareholders. They own it. Yep, it's not mine. At any point, they can just take down your Facebook, <laughs> Facebook page. Facebook page, and you can't yeah, really right? Do anything right, about it's it. not, I don't own it. In fact, they could just take down Facebook. Right, <laughs> I don't. It's not my thing. You know, not you know, not mine. But you, it's funny how it, my Facebook page. Right. You know, and so it's. 
you know, we, we want to control thing. We want to control nature. That's why, you know, we're as materialistic as we are because we, we value self-worth on, uh, about how much stuff we own. You know, it's all about, I mean, and, and right or wrong, I'm not saying, I'm not saying either. Cause, cause I look at it this way. It's, it's part of who we are. It's our ontological and cosmological beliefs. Yet it, those things are hard to change. And, um, and you know, who am I to say they should change? I mean, it's God is as far as this way. The big problem with this country is that we are, we're such a melting pot of cultures with ideas that are contradictory to one another. Sociologically speaking, as a nation, we're schizophrenic. We, we believe in individuality, but we want people to do things in groups. We want, yeah. you know, we, we want to help the, the needy or the poor. Only if it doesn't involve me using actually my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Or, uh, you know, you're talking about the individuality thing. It's like, it's like we support individuality. Unless it's against my organized religion or my, you know, my structured beliefs right. that we all over here believe and we're the majority, so screw you. And it's just like, you, you can't, you know, I, one of the things that I learned at a very young age, and it is literally how I live my life, is the golden rule. Yeah, Aaron at three you years know. old was like, yeah. I got this. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure he was still ranting and raging about absolutely. things at three, just absolutely. like he does now. But it's, you know, it's it's treat others how you wish to be treated. So that's how oh, I, I thought you were going with he who has the gold that makes the rules. You know. <laughs> I was right there with you, Scotty. <laughs> so I that's that's how I look at everything. Like any, I like how Aaron's very optimistic and we're just like yeah. straight up. Yeah. No, no. No. You know, it's like it's like some if if something comes up. Aaron's very Disney right now. He's yep. he's, he's like there's there's an, animated birds around him. He's about yep. to burst into it's, song. It's, Can you tell him to maybe clean the dishes or? No. No. Um, but you know, it's like if if an issue comes up, any anywhere doesn't matter what the issue is in the country, gay rights, you know, transgender rights, whatever. It comes up. My thought is, how do I want to be treated? Do I want to be able to just live my life and not have people bother me? Cool. Then I'm going to go with that. <laughs> right. You know, like, like that's, and going, well, if I believe in this religion and other people don't believe in this religion, should I force them to believe in this religion? Would I like it if they made me believe in their religion? No. What if they tried to make me not believe in my religion? Huh. I probably wouldn't like that. I probably shouldn't do that. Ta-da! Problem solved! And it's just like, it, it, it's, if everybody would just use that and look at every situation that way, we'd be fine. Right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, oh, yeah. we'd be absolutely okay. I look at it this way. I, I A lot of this political... I've always said, well, I haven't always said, but in the last few years, I've called myself a political agnostic. I can't be a political atheist because I know those idiots are in Washington. And that's a lot yep. of the, the problems I have. The, the, I don't fit the demographic of our current, con our, our current government. It does not relate to what I do or, you know, as an entertainer, as a podcast, any of that stuff that I want to do. They're a bunch of old white guys. Right. Doesn't, doesn't retro and they don't understand what, what it is that the, you know, at a fundraiser, they'll pat me on the head if I can give them money. But you know, oh yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's 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 not what we do, and so I'm trying to figure out where I was going with this. So I, you know, I I, I don't 
Set up, well, I don't do politics on the show because it's you know not that interesting to me. But there's kind of times like during the week, I, I, uh, things will pop up that will just annoy me. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is this Iran nuclear thing. And this is what annoys me about it. I kind of like your golden rule on this. I, what right do we have to say anybody has anything? Right. It's, it's I there. mean, granted, <laughs> if 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 everyone in the world's going, hey, that guy's a nut job and they shouldn't have something. Okay, that's a fair conversation to have. But when we get, when a large chunk of the world's like, yeah, let Iran have nuclear power. Don't let them have nuclear bombs, but let them have nuclear power. It's like, okay, I'm fine with that. My I don't thoughts, care. My th- I, I look toward. I look historically. I, I think the I love my country. I don't say that because I'm fixing to preface that with with the problems are yeah. we are very meddlesome. Oh, absolutely. We are we are still paying for stuff that we meddled in years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm firmly believe that the problems we're dealing with now in Iran shouldn't have actually happened because we meddled in the 70s with them. Um, Afghanistan, the stuff that happened there is that we meddled in the eighties right. and then left them. Yeah. And said, it was like, here's some stuff to fight the Russians and good then, luck. And then, then after that, we're like, yeah, there's no money for schools or whatever, you know, like things to help a people who couldn't, you know, to do good. No, but we, you know, to beat up some Russians, we're all up for that. Yeah. We're going to be, we're going to be paying for a long time. Our children's children are going to be paying for the, the, the stuff we've done with the drone strikes. Right, you know the innocent people that you know drone strikes. When you know, I understand you got to kill your terrorists, you got to go after yeah. your, you know whatever. But the 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 damage we've caused those people, and the, oh, they they they're just yeah. We are going to and the it, it, I, I'm baffled by how obtuse our 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 political powers are about you know the people we put in our, are just obtuse about or. They're they're fake. I don't know. I, I try. I, you know, I don't want to be a little conspiracy theory. I don't want to try to. You know, I just like welcome to the conspiracy theory I podcast said, right here on the Mopcast. Network. I just try to like. Why are you just? Do, 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 this is <laughs> common sense. Common sense. Let's just do common sense. But I'm watching the X Files too much. Anyway, but that's <laughs> that's the political corner of this. That's that's you know, and that's like I said. We're currently, that's the only political things I'm like. You know, I you know if North Korea's got nukes, and I you yeah. know I doubt. North Korea, North Korea, uh, China is the greatest thing for us when it comes to North Korea. Yeah. The second North Korea starts getting uppity, China just goes, "Stop it, or you'll become you'll become one of us, <laughs> and you can't stop us." One so, of us. one <laughs> of us. Me house high, me house high. It's probably racist. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Sorry, but, sorry to your Chinese listener. And I, I guess I'm a socialist because I just want Star Trek world. Where we're just all working together and everything's like, oh, cool. Let's make spaceships now. <laughs> I want a spaceship. Oh, we have robots. Did we already talk about that? No, we no. We did we? Tell me about robots. We have Gundam. It's real. Oh yeah, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, I'm still excited. There's people inside the robots. <laughs> They're controlling inside the robots. It's wife. Voltron and it's Gundam and it's awesome. It's like the Jaegers too. They're you know from uh, Pacific Rim. Oh my so god, that cool. is an adorable noise. <laughs> I can't wait for this to happen. I can. It's gonna the hype the hype is so big for this and it it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna be like a thirty second fight 
and 30 seconds of the most amazing mind blowing nope. robot I'm just gonna punch each other. ever. Have you ever seen robot jocks? No. I need to show you robot jocks. Yes, you do. I love robots. I need to see more Speaking robots. of robots. Go ahead, though. <laughs> I've, got, I've got something to... But yeah, I, I have to show you robot jocks. Like next time, if we're not podcasting today, I can just come over and just, I'll, I'll bring robot jocks. You can come over. Come just, play. I, we should do fun things. Yeah, we can only come over for podcasting. That's the only reason. <laughs> no. You guys are busy. I never know what your schedule is. <laughs> That's true. You are you are a busy, active couple. That's true. Uh, All right. So robots. Did you hear that last week? A uh, robot became self-aware. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of happened. Yeah, I read something about that. That that is insane. So for those who who haven't heard, um, these researchers had three robots, um, and they told them that two of them had been given a silencing pill, um, and really all it was was you know essentially somebody in the back's holding a button so they can't speak. Um, they said. So two, you know, two of these robots cannot speak, and they said, "Okay, which two of you have taken the silencing pill?" And all three of them tried to answer at the same time, "I don't know." One of them was able to speak, said, "I don't know," heard itself, and said, "Oh wait, I understand now. I do know. Those two took the silencing pill. I did not." And wrote a, uh, a subscript and put it in its in its own programming to know that hey I can speak and hear myself and they were like okay hey we did that <laughs> let's turn these things off because <laughs> now <laughs> we're like two steps away from Terminator now let's just turn turn this off right, Judgment Day now is August 29th, two thousand fifteen uh, yeah great <laughs> hey at least it's after RTX right. um, so maybe we'll have Chobits as well as Gundam. <laughs> The future is bright for me. Uh, the anime <laughs> podcast right here on the Modcast <laughs> Network. <laughs> Man, we're just we're we're pumping out podcasts yes, for you left and right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would not do well in the Terminator world. No, <laughs> I would not. I, I mean, would. I look forward to uh, you know our robot overlords, and I and I wish them well. <laughs> I wish them well. Um, I you know I will serve you as well as I can. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's you start getting into conversations about you know. Artificial intelligence and real artificial intelligence, not AI like we have in video games. Um, that gets scary, man, because then, you know, you, you talk about exponential growth. That's the definition of it. And in a very short period of time, humans become very much obsolete. I would, rather, us. I would rather have the Matrix than Terminator. So you'd rather be so? Well, yeah, I could see that because I'd, at least I'd plug me in. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. I, That'd be fair, is, yeah, especially if I can be like, can I decide what I want to do? Yeah, but humans are horrible batteries. <laughs> like, like that. That was that was one of the things with the Matrix. I was like, oh, the Matrix is cool. And then when they laid out like all of the the thought process behind it, I was just like, yeah, people don't really generate that much of a current. You're, I thought it was like the remnants of them trying to protect humanity, like from dying. Like the whole point of them. No, they were using them for power. Um, but yeah, but it kept humanity relevant. Did you see the Animatrix? No. There's a really uh, most of the Animatrix. Sorry, Matrix. I think friend. I did. Most of the Animatrix is is crazy and weird, and I'm not a big fan of it. But there's a two parter that's how we got here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is like the origins of what happened. All right. Which is awesome. You know, computer makes self aware, and they by by the end of they. F- they had formed their own, made a own city. Um, 
I want to call it, I think it was Zero One. Was this animated? Yeah. And it was really creepy with like the, um, it had a girl with weird, it was on MTV. I th- they probably ran on MTV. I think I know what you're talking about. It kind of reminded me of My Girl Friday, like a sci-fi novel. Yeah. Um, back in the day. Anyway, carry on. But so, but the, they, they, this, the origins of what, what, you know, what happened. So it was, you know, computers go and say, well, I started making better products. And so they, they built a city so they can produce better products. And then we as human beings got jealous about it. And then, you know, the computer started wanting rights and like, cause Hey, we're, you know, we're a city in a country and we have, we're, we're, and they are literally making offspring because they're making generations of, yeah. You know, they're redefining how we look at life. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're humans. So when they went to the UN or like, Hey, we would like to be stuff. And they're like, nah, let's bomb you. And yeah. we were just, we were horrible. To, <laughs> so, after watching that and watching The Matrix, I'm like, you. We deserve this. <laughs> we deserve it. We deserve this. This is this is. Nah. I I went back and watched all of them this summer. The start of the summer, so all three of them. As much as I'm I could, sorry. Yeah, as much as I could get through. Matrix is still a fine film. Matrix one's okay. It. I enjoy. I it. was surprised how much I hadn't seen it in probably ten years, maybe a little less. I was really surprised how no no four years. I, last time I saw it was for class. How did how did it stack? It stacked well. It it <laughs> held up. It held up. You can f- listen to How It Stacked Classic <laughs> on Mondays. Uh, this week's episode is pro wrestling. I don't know what yes. next week is. So we get to talk about wrestling. So much happened. Yeah, we get to talk about wrestling tonight too. But um, so Detroit Metro, but the Matrix one still yeah. held up. So I'm like, I'll give like it held up so well. I'm like. Uh, maybe, There's hope. Maybe, maybe I'm misremembering how right. bad you're, you're two like, and three like were. Three were. I'll just go back and like. Nope. Oh, oh my god. Awful. Two is awful. Two, two and three are like the worst. Some of the worst movies I've ever seen in a theater. Oh, just, just. And I, I remember sitting in a theater for two, looking at the person who was with me, and I actually asked. I was like, "What the hell?" happened i was like what why what you had a formula you had a superhero movie before superhero the movies were cool. th- yeah you could have just kept going down that path and they just chose it's, not to it was so bad oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I, I i don't get like what happened like they just messed that up and then there was a matrix mmo as well yeah i remember yeah, I never played it. And apparently, like what happened in the MMO was supposed to happen in canon. Yes, yeah. It I was, think that it, was the big, the big thing. It was like, yeah, it happened between two and three, I think. And so there was like, like that was supposed to be the bridge, right? And I'm like, what a horrible what, idea. Oh, what was the horrible X game, uh, Xbox game? Uh, was it Ghost in the Machine? Uh, Oh, the Matrix. The Matrix. There was a Matrix. It was called Matrix something though. Yeah. Because you got to play Jada Pinkett Smith's character. Yeah. And, and the and the martial art guy who was yeah, with her. Yeah. And so oh, that game also was bad. But uh, most so, most movie video games are bad. And then I tried to watch through. I didn't make it all the way through two. I I kept. I wasn't bad. I kept flying like fast forwarding now. through stuff. Like well, I just now awful. it's bad. I got to like the Mary Vigian stuff, and it was like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I 
who is this annoying friend? I just shoot him. Someone shoot this guy. I don't I don't know if it's because it was French. I don't understand. Oh, hey, sorry, French <laughs> listeners. Sorry. I just don't know. Sorry for you folks there in Quebec. I Hola. Not I'm sorry, we're American. Something about, you know, like our bad guys in accents, something you know, British people, like look at Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's Americans versus Brits. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just a that's an easy story th- to tell though. But you tell a French win. guy and you're like, that French guy's evil. Win. I trust it. But the, I couldn't get through through that, and then, oh, I don't remember why I was watching. I heard a fan that read a fan theory. No, this is the cracked, the cracked podcast, which is a great podcast. But they did this great fan theory about how the Merovingian was a uh, was a previous Neo. Like he was. Right. Because you learn in the Matrix that this happens over and over again. Right. They let the humans do what they need to do, and then they purge them and do it again and, and then they start over and they start over that's basically what they do and you know the architect and the oracle and whatever else the, there's one more but the merovingian was supposed to be like in one of the theories it is like a previous neo or a previous one and then when it got rebooted he was this whatever he is and so i thought that was interesting but that's an interesting uh, but the best theory. theory was was what if all of the matrix was inside the computer to keep the computer from over from overthrowing everybody so you take your self-aware ai and you plug this dream world scenario that it gets to act out so it gets to have all its weird fantasies it, it wants to ah, have i see so it's a <laughs> it's a it's a simulation within a simulation right and so okay. and so it's it's thinking it's doing all this stuff and we're all laughing to the outside while we're like it's stupid computer <laughs> interesting so but that's interesting anyway i don't know what we expected to go on the matrix but yeah Matrix podcast right here. Podcast. Oh, horrible, horrible Mobcast. movie. Horrible. I wouldn't want to do a Matrix Mobcast. I may do a Bros Booze movie. I was going to say, you're going to do a Bros Booze movie. You're going to be hammered. <laughs> but, uh, so, wrestling. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. So, uh, things, have been, uh, things have been actually pretty interesting uh, re- uh, in wrestling recently. Um, they went we, to Japan. They did go to Japan. Um, they had the Beast in the East. Uh, which was, you know, Brock Lesnar was the uh, uh, the beast, the poster boy, yeah, because he's the beast incarnate, Brock Lesnar. So did, okay, uh, so didn't even yeah. really all right, do very much though. Yeah, he he destroyed New Day and moved on. All yeah. right, so I remember Brock Lesnar in the early 2000s, late nineties. Yes, and then he was something for a bit. He was the next big thing, and then Brock vanished. Lesnar. Well, yeah, he left. He he decided he didn't want to do uh, pro wrestling anymore, and so I, uh, he left. And and to be fair, uh, he was he was not on the schedule he's on now. Uh, he was on a standard WWE schedule, which is exceptionally rough. Um, you perform five nights a week, um, and you're home very very little. Um, and it's just, it, you know, most of your time is spent either driving from one city to another or flying uh, to, the, to the next city. Because wrestling, and like I said, I'm, forgive me, I'm not, it's, it's mm-hmm. not my thing, but it's not like normal seasons. There's no off time. No, there, is, like, no, there is no down season. It's like 52 weeks. Of, and they, it's like, they, get, they get two weeks off a year, and that's uh, usually right around Christmas time. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's just nonstop. And that's the reason why, you know, folks non-stop get injured hype. and whatnot. Um, for the next yeah. pay-per-view. That's it. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, you're constantly you're constantly selling. You're constantly 
you know, trying to get moved up in, uh, in, in your spot. And so you're constantly having to do bigger and better. And, um, you know, and that's if you want to be successful. There's some folks who get to the WWE level and they go, great, I'm willing to coast this out for the rest, you know, for as long as they'll have me um, and just do what they ask me to do. And that's, right. that's fine. But there are a lot of folks, uh, guys like Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, um, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, who have, you know, well, not it's so like, much Roman Reigns. It's like watching the Rayman of wrestling, just just, just <laughs> listening to all this stuff. Definitely, uh, definitely, definitely wrestlers. But they, you know, they they want to be at the top and you have to you have to fight to get up there so so but going back to Brock Lesnar so Brock went away uh, Brock went away cuz he didn't want to do that schedule he went to try to be in the NFL to his to his credit he hadn't, he hadn't he didn't play college football he made it to the Minnesota Vikings practice squad Did that's he? that's how athletic that the guy's a freak of nature if the guy lived thousands of years ago he would be some king's champion somewhere. <laughs> he would have probably dozens of women and slaves that were just given to him. Um, you know, we joked Monday night that he would be uh, he would be one of those guys that went, "Yeah, I'm gonna go be a gladiator, not because I have to be, but because I want to be." Right, I got. I you. want to just kill people. For and, so, and I know he was in the MMA for a while. He did UFC. He became UFC uh, heavyweight champion. And that's like I think that's where I saw him come back. Because I was like, because I remember like watching it. Maybe with you guys, we did a. Or somebody from Granville, we went to Hooters and watched a yeah. pay per view, and then that was one of his bigger fights. And I can't remember when it was, but and so, um, but yeah, he got um, diverticulitis, um, or however you say that, uh, and that's crippling, and so he was he wasn't able to fight anymore, and he came back to WWE, did a year, a little over a year there, uh, working on an exceptionally limited schedule. Um, became champion, uh, and then uh, the, he did two years, and then um, he just re-upped re- right at WrestleMania time this year. So who? Okay, so Lesnar is obviously a big, a big deal. Yes. So who else is a big deal now? Uh, Seth Rollins is a big deal. He's the current WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I don't know Seth Rollins. Um, he's but that's an awesome name. Yeah, he, he's very oh, cool. Seth Rollins, uh, detective. John detective S- Seth Rollins. <laughs> John Cena, obviously. Is still Cena still around? Cena, Cena's the United States champion. Oh, uh, Super Cena. God, nonstop. Yeah. Super Cena. Yeah. Uh, right now, one of the big names <laughs> is... Uh, is he's he, like a Saiyan. I'm about to say... <laughs> Every time you think he's, he's looking for Dragon Balls, bit, yeah. he just so, levels up to this new level. <laughs> so Cena gets a lot of hate. And um, some of it is... Some of it's warranted. Does some he still have the spinning belt? Because that's what I no, hate No, no, God. The, that's, the spinning realm belt was ridiculous. garish and awful, and I <laughs> hate oh, it. Oh, no, it's garish. Um, <laughs> it's garish. I mean, and, and, and that's pretty bad when you're talking about a WWE belt, which yeah. are just tacky. They're just... Yes. just they are god-awful. Yes. <laughs> um, so so here, here are the reasons why people uh, hate Cena. Right. He, he the top wins. ten reasons yeah. why. He, he always wins Cena. is problem number one. Literally, face, right? he always wins. He, he he's the Hulk Hogan of this generation. Or if, if he loses, he's lost for two seconds. He'll immediately have a rematch, and then he'll beat the crap out of whoever yeah. just beat him. Um, but the kids love him. Kids <laughs> absolutely love him. A lot of the women love him, and that's cool. And so there are yeah. some grown guys who love him, and I question them, but that's fine. Hey, <laughs> you be you. Um, you know. But the big thing is, is that he always wins, 
And it's just, it's this. Wasn't he in the Marine? He was. He was in the very first uh, Marine the, the movie. Fir- the, the first Marine movie. Uh-huh. I'm trying to, I'm trying uh, he was also in Trainwreck uh, that came out this weekend. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I like Amy Schumer. I love I Amy too. Schumer. Playing at the Crescent. But he, um, he, uh, the other thing is, is, is he has, he, he has five. The five moves of doom is what is what m- most people talk about. It's like you're here. Are your five power moves, and these are the only moves you know how to do. Now, recently, he's kind of broken out of that, which is which is great because um, he's been fighting Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is so like awesome. if I played him on like PlayStation or Xbox, I'd have like combos for his. Yeah, time. exactly, exactly. Like up, up, um, down, down, right, whatever. I'm doing the figure four leg, leg, leg. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, um, but. And I went with Figgy for like like I was a giant <laughs> Figgy <laughs> five Figgy four lock. <laughs> oh, I found an English is tag. It, Can it, we have some Figgy pudding? What is, like is that, that your is that your, is that your finishing move? The figgy, my, the figgy four. The Figgy four lock. I don't know what I'm locking. <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm locking something. <laughs> Probably your sex life from ever from ever happening again. Well, you know. Yeah, you know. I do have a podcast network for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it replaces you know, the need for human contact. That's right. <laughs> um, but a lot of people hate John Cena. Um, I I don't like him, and it's not his fault. It's <laughs> it's it's the it's writing. all me. It's no, it's, it's not you. Not it's you, me. It's me. It's it's the writing behind him. Uh, the reason why it's good, so I, I mentioned Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is a guy who just got called up to the main roster. He is amazing. He's very, very good. He does not look like your typical wrestler. He's he's a little pudgy, um, but the guy can talk. He can wrestle. He's he's the complete package. Um, so he moves up. His first match in the WWE outside of NXT uh, was against John Cena at a pay-per-view, and he won. And people lost their minds, and I was uh, one of them. Mind blown. It was because you're just going, well, John Cena's going to win and whatever, and he won. And you just went, this is crazy. They never let new people win anything to exactly. have hype or, or anything. Because like you got to you got to build just... up, you got to pay your dues. Uh, so then, second pay per view, John Cena won. That's fair. You know, you're going to have the back and forth. You can't have, you know, you can't just always have the bad guy win or the good guy win. It right. makes it. You got to build. You got to build drama. Kevin but Owens is such a good bad guy. He is absolutely. He's, so he's the best. Right now, he's the best bad guy in WWE. So what's his, what's his thing? Is he just? He just doesn't. He's get a any. jerk, and he doesn't care about anybody else. And the reason why, and you know, the thing that makes a great villain is they think they're the hero. <laughs> so for him, he's the hero because he's providing for his family. That's the reason. That's the reason why he does what he does. He uh, his first night in uh, NXT, he comes out. He has a match. He opens the show, has a great match, has his nose practically broken in the middle of a match, um, comes out at the end when his best friend, the guy who he wrestled with in the indies for years, wins the, NXT, wins the NXT title. Everybody loves him. The guy's name is Sami Zayn. Everybody loves Sami Zayn. Everybody's out in the ring, including Kevin Owens, and they're celebrating. And everybody starts to go to the back, and it's and Kevin Owens. And, and Yeah, they have a bro moment. And as they're walking towards the back, Kevin Owens grabs Sami Zayn, throws him down on the steel great walkway, picks him up, and power bombs him onto the apron of the of the ring. Ow! And it's just like everybody's just like, "What just happened?" And he describes it. He's like, "I told you when I came here that I was coming here to fight and be the best and make money. He's the champion." 
why wouldn't I move myself to the top so I can take care of my family? If I take him out, I become champion. I get more money. See, I want his family to be like the mob. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want it to be like a real family. Or if it is, it's like they're like two little girls are like, I love it when Daddy beats no, up people. His, his son. His is son a is a huge John Cena, Cena fan. fan actually, see, see, I don't want. See, I want like the Amish folks back in Pennsylvania <laughs> that they don't know he's been doing the yield wrestling. They're all pure, and they think he's out like tilling corn or something. I don't know what you yeah, do. All of a sudden, he's out in the lower forty. <laughs> No, he's wrestling. He's the fighting Amish. <laughs> um, See, that's the movie the we make. Yeah, the fighting Amish. Versus, it's like, it's like Kingpin, too. It's Fee Forlock. Fee Forlock is my new wrestling name. Nice. <laughs> I'm Fee Forlock. Um, so he's been, but he 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 made a big splash, and he sold a bunch of merchandise. That's the fastest way to get noticed by people in upper management in WWE because they're a publicly traded company. They've got to make money. So, oh, so we can buy stock in WWE? Absolutely, you can. Uh, today it closed at $17.23. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why don't we own stock in WWE? I would love to own stock in WWE. <laughs> it's it's a decent stock. I just don't care. I'd be like, I just want one share. I'd be like, I own one part of WWE. <laughs> oh, um, John Cena's toenail. <laughs> one percent of a diva <laughs> <laughs> but he made a big splash he moved up uh which they moved him up quickly he had the match against cena won had uh, another match against cena lost uh he then lost the nxt championship in japan uh to finn balor who is going it was to great by the way a great he? match and and he so Finn so Balor, Finn Balor, yeah. And he has the These names can't be real. Though. Absolutely, he, they're all constructed so well. I know, right? You have to look up Finn Balor if you it, greatest entrance. In, I will. I will. In, I'll. I'll show you before you leave. Time. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so um, he's, he's, a, he's got like the show. Yeah. Down. I got you. So uh, in Japan for uh, title matches, big main event title matches, they have a lot of pomp and circumstance. Pro wrestling is very, very big in Japan. Uh, and yeah, so, I, I would imagine so. So, so they bring out. They have these two women who bring out uh, uh, flowers <laughs> to to the to the wrestlers. So they bring them out, and Finn Balor gets his, and he you know he bows and thanks thanks her. Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens gets gets the flowers, holds them for maybe a second, looks at them with this look of disgust, throws them on the ground, stomps on them, and then just picks them up and throws them out of the ring, just down the aisle. <laughs> it is the greatest thing, because you just see like the Japanese people like, <gasps> this is awful. And he, then He is evil. Yeah. And then during the match, at one point, he's got Finn Balor in this headlock, and he just looks at somebody in the audience, and he's like, I hate you, and I hate everybody <laughs> in this country, and I'm never coming back here again. And I'm like... That is amazing because nobody does that. No, like most people, like they'll talk a little bit of trash to to like like the person they're wrestling, but it's very rare. Um, and they never talk trash to the audience unless it's a live live event that's not being recorded because you have to be kind of careful with that. Right. Kevin Owens does not care. Kevin Owens just talks the whole match. Like last night, he walked out of his match. Um, it was a uh, three on three tag match. And he was the second guy on his team to walk out. And as he's walking out, he he's about to like leave. 
and he looks over at John Cena, and John Cena's over there laughing because the you know the bad guys team is just falling apart. And he just looks over and he goes, "Shut up!" And he just walks off. And you're just like, and like it was just one of those moments where you go. I like this because he's being the petty heel. He's being the bad guy. And he can really wrestle. He, he yeah, can absolutely. get he can do high flying moves every now and then. I mean, he he can move around the ring. So it's not like he's just there. Dude's to almost be, 270 pounds and he's doing flips funny. and things. To be funny, he's not there to just be a bad guy. He right. can genuinely Go. throw down. Yeah. So he's always entertaining to watch. Yeah. Cool. Um so but John Cena won their third match. And he won it, uh, and, and granted, it was a great match. Uh, Kevin Owens took what they call a super AA, where he took the John Cena's finishing move off the off like the top rope type thing, and that was a big deal, and he kicked out of it, and everybody went nuts, and John Cena looked shocked, and you know all that was well done, and then John Cena put him in his finishing hold, and, uh, and Kevin Owens tapped out, and I was just like, that's weak. Like, that's, and, and so that's one of the reasons why people don't like Cena, is because it's just like it's well, he's always got to win, and he's always got to be the superhero, and he's always got to be the number one guy. He's got to, you know, we we can't tarnish him at all. And it's like, no, the best heroes are the ones that you actually put through hell, and then they come out the other side. And if they win, there's that moment of just like where they look back and they're like, how how did I do this? So that's Daniel Bryan. Exactly. Okay, because I'm like. Like, from the wrestling I remember, that stuff doesn't happen because you, I mean, it was clear to find face heel. I mean, you, right. you know, Hulk Hogan's going to wrestle Andre the Giant, and, and I watched that WrestleMania right. 3, I think. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 3. Look at me remembering Look at too. you. Look at me. I was like, I was little, but I remember I went the body slam. and mm-hmm. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. Because um, the reason why I'm thinking about Andre the Giant, because you're talking about Japan. Yeah. And, um, to be crude, because I think this is sadly hilarious. So Andre went went to Japan, and uh, um, the Japanese apparently have really tiny bathrooms. <laughs> well, because they're very tiny people, right? And so to poo, he couldn't use the tiny bathrooms, and so he would lay newspaper like a dog. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so bad for Andre the Giant. I mean, uh, there's, there's a, there's that's a, a problem for Andre pretty much anywhere, though. Like, if if like if like Big Show, who is Andre the Giant's size, uh, actually, he's not quite as, as heavy as, as, as yeah, Andre, Andre the Giant. Andre was huge. Yeah. Um, but if Big Show came to my house, I'm not sure he could use my toilet. You know, I'm, I'm fairly he certain he has... Before he got here. <laughs> yeah. I'm fairly certain he has his own own special toilet <laughs> that he has to use. Oh, there, there's a... I found this out because I think Andre the Giant's a fascinating figure. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a 10 things you didn't know about my, uh, Andre the Giant. That, and that was one of the things. The other one was that he could drink like in no man, like he just anybody. Yep. Man was an. It, I, I wouldn't even call him an alcoholic. He was just something beyond. It was like un- uncanny. There's a great picture of him with his giant hand holding a standard beer can, and it's so tiny in his hand. It is like that can't that can't be re- and it's but it's real and I I'm, I'm fascinated by that yeah and so and plus I like the Princess Bride <laughs> yes good decision <laughs> it's it's a good movie and he's good in it so but anyway back to um I'm just trying to relate to things I know about wrestling oh I know um, um so um uh, we also want to talk you want to talk about the women's or the divas. 
Um, <laughs> he says it with such disdain. Because I hate that name. He's like, um, lady. Do you hate the, Aaron, do you hate, do you hate the title Divas? Because they're not wrestlers, they're superstars. It's, it's what Do they, they wrestle? make of it. Yes, but they call it, you can't, well, it's not, it, well, it's sports entertainment. No, no, the, <laughs> the ones in WWE, um, mm-hmm. for a while, you know, it wasn't like required that you had to know how to wrestle. Hold on, real, real quick. Mm-hmm. It's World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. And then the wrestling is in the title of the company. Yep. Still want to buy stock in the company? <laughs> well, Questioning they, that now, aren't you? <laughs> no, I just... No, it's sports entertainment. What, what other sports do they do? <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, I mean, I know it's not like Greco-Roman wrestling because they fly and stuff. And that's I mean, to me, that's. I mean, that, that's more wrestling than than watching Greco-Roman wrestling. Right. Like, I don't want to watch these guys kind of auto-erotically, you know, grab each other. It's like acro wrestling. I, right. I'm just kind of like I'm weirdly turned on by this. I should stop <laughs> stop turning off the Olympics. I should. <laughs> Well, well we all funny. learned something. We all learned something today about Scotty. Yeah, uh, that's why I podcast. I don't need human interaction. <laughs> well, the, the the divas. I mean, it's fine to call them divas, but they're they can wrestle now. You know, like yeah. they they've been working with the developmental, the NXT, so that they actually wrestle. They can throw moves. They can have good, interesting matches. They don't sound like a bunch of harpies on speed flying their hair everywhere, just <laughs> smacking each other in the face. They, they actually have good personas and character development, and they're strong. And now they moved them up. Well, they moved three of them up. They moved up uh, Charlotte, Charlotte. Ric Flair's daughter, mm-hmm. who is, she is a beast as well. Like, <laughs> Please let her go by the nature girl. She, no, she no. doesn't. She's the... <laughs> She does do that, though. Of course she does. You Uh, have to. It's in her DNA. Well, she embraced the fact that people are going to make references to her father. Just incorporated it and made it her own. So her her entrance theme is a kind of dance version of uh, Ric Flair's entrance theme, which was the uh, 2001 Space Odyssey thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's great. She is terrifying. She 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 is is terrifying. She, she calls her herself genetically superior, and she <laughs> absolutely is. She con yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she can. She can really. Um, she wrestles the crap out of everything. And um, Sasha her, Banks. I know. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. You look <laughs> like married you life. De- Hashtag married life. You look like you were deep in thought. I was helping. Okay, thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sasha Banks. Uh huh. Becky Lynch. Yes. Which. Holy crap! Seeing her match where she she switched over her persona mm-hmm. and like embraced I don't know the whole new steampunk theme. That so there's a steampunk wrestler. There is a yes. steampunk female wrestler with flaming orange hair, <coughs> and she is badass. I'm choking. I'm so you excited. You should be that excited, Scotty. Stop breathing. So yeah, so they've taught the, the whole I idea. Watch wrestling. I didn't realize it got see because. Uh, 80s wrestling, you know, 80s it's very different. It, it is very different. But what what I was saddened to hear, and I, and I didn't say anything, but I, I was when you were starting, I was like, man, these guys just seem straightforward. I miss gimmicks. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like everybody yeah. kind of has a little bit of a gimmick. Right. But it, what they learned was. <laughs> There was a time in the 80s where that worked. Yes. Um, no, I don't think it ever really worked. When well, it 
It's 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 what was it's what was going on. I mean, come it, on, the Iron Sheik. I mean, that yeah. was the great gimmick, and um, uh, Nikolai Volkov. Okay, I don't know if you know this or not, but mm-hmm. um, and if you do, please, because I hope I don't get any of this wrong. From what I understand, that dude was not Russian at all, but became Russian because he got so I mean, to 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 keep the illusion of being Nikolai. With the Volkov? Volkov. He, and like, it was like the prestige. Like, when he wasn't wrestling, he was still doing this. Like, I, uh, he years. was living the gimmick, huh? And I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, you got to, that can get dangerous, though. There there have been some wrestlers who've, who've quote unquote, lived the gimmick, and uh, it gets, it, it can cause problems in your daily life. Um, but, you know, in the 90s, uh, WCW started doing more like real, just normal people yeah, with well, like a little bit of a twist. But you know, and, and the best, the best characters was that before Ted turned through all the money in and got everybody. Yes, because because there's I know there's a you know the only thing I knew from WCW was that Ric Flair and Sting were there. Yes, and you'd have you know and everybody else was in WWE because I like I don't remember like anybody else. In that time, but Ric Flair, you knew was a WCW. a lot of the big names actually jumped from W uh, at that point WWF to uh, right. to WCW. I knew Hulk did, Hulk mm-hmm. Hogan did, and Macho Man, because uh, Kevin w- Nash. Oh right, yes. Oh look at me! I'm so proud of my NWO for life. And so I, and because Hulk Hogan grew, dyed his beard black and became yeah, Hollywood, uh, Hogan. he became Hollywood Hogan. That's how you knew he was a villain. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'll say like this is how he was hobo. <laughs> if 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 there's a video you want to watch of just old school wrestling fans and when the when the tide shifted from the old school like hey this is the way we do things and here are your good guys and here are your bad guys to everything's going a little bit more gray that's the video to watch is when Hulk Hogan goes heel cuz here's what happens. So you had um, Kevin Nash and uh, Scott Hall, yeah. who were Diesel and Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. I remember Razor Ramon. There you and, go. and his uh, that toothpick, that yep. damn toothpick. <laughs> throw, it, throw it at the camera, throw it in people's faces. Um, they came over to WCW. Okay, but they came over, and it was never announced that they had signed contracts with WCW. They just showed up, uh, quote unquote, showed up. Uh, so they were the outsiders, and they were talking about they were going to take over and blah, 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 blah. And they, you know, they kept mentioning that they had this third guy, and they had a match, and this third guy was going to show up. And so during the match, uh, those two are beating down on Macho Man, right? And Hulk Hogan's been with WCW for a while, but he'd lost a lot of steam, you know, because it was, it was getting a little stale. So Hulk Hogan comes out, and everybody's like, oh, here comes Hulk Hogan to make the save. He's coming to save Macho Man. Here it comes, and Hulk Hogan gets in the ring and does the leg drop to Macho Man. <laughs> and the crowd just, <gasps> like, they are, they don't know what to do. And then he drops another leg drop and another leg drop and another leg drop. And people are just, like, in shock because here's Hulk Hogan, the, you know, the take your vitamins, say your prayers. Uh, you <laughs> Suburban know, Commando. Yeah, the, the ultimate good that. guy. Uh, Thunder just, in Paradise. What's the nanny one? Uh, uh, I don't remember. 
Supreme Commando is the space one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There's one where he's a... A nanny, yeah. He's a nanny for... Is it Mr. Nanny? Or Maybe he's Mr. Something, nanny? Something like that. He's... But I, I I liked Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. That was that, that was, that was ba- the TV show, right? Yeah, the yep. TV show where we had the boat. I used to watch that after school every day. It came the on. The power boat was awesome. It came on like well, we've talked about the when I, I watched wrestling because it was, you know, SNL on Saturday nights, and then after that was WWE, and after that was Thunder in Paradise. So I was like, right. it was like I had like two hours of Hulk Hogan. And so yep. But um, place in my heart. So then he gets up and they cut a promo talking about that they're the new world order of wrestling brother and as they're as he's <laughs> cutting one more time <laughs> new world order of wrestling brother there you go um and so as he's cutting this promo people are just throwing shit into the ring just constant just stuff just and people are just angry and it's just this and, so, and, and that's Kleenex, that's my baby I'm that is the moment that is the moment when you go perfect like that's when you know you've you've won uh, as a wrestling like as a bad guy when you can move people to that kind of emotion you're like hooray I'm the ultimate bad guy so I, it's great I love that video every time I, I, I I'll, I'll, def- I'll definitely have to check it out I you know I'm I'm, I'm interested because you know I'm interested in the behind the scenes stuff like like who decides that he's going to heal as it, and and then. You know. uh, with that Hulk, Hogan, uh, with that particular one, Hulk Hogan uh, actually got some say in it. They asked uh, Eric Bischoff, who was running WCW at the time, asked him. Uh, originally, it was but they were talking about having they were going to have Sting do it, and Sting was like, "Uh, I don't want to do it," you know. And so, and Hulk Hogan was kind of iffy on it. Well, and, I understand because I mean. You're, I mean, you're, I you're, mean, you're, you're taking. It's, a, it's you're, a shift in your brand. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and, 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 and that's the reason why John Cena right now they will not turn him heel. They were they were talking about turning him heel when he was facing The Rock a couple years ago, right? Um, and he actually had like new music and new uh, new ring gear and all this stuff. Um, and they just never he debuted. Always it. has new gear. Well, no, no. <laughs> this was this was like. A complete this remake. This is bad Cena gear. Yeah, exactly. This is a complete remake a of him. A non-neon colored shirt. God, he has new merch every week. It feels like, um, but but it sells like so it sells. Yeah, exactly. It, so it sells. It sells like crazy. So, so of course, we trust, went, trust we me. If the, the kids and women show, loved you, we'd have mer- they didn't merch have of you merch like every week for all of them. Like I, I wanted to, I wanted a whole bunch of merch for a bunch of wrestlers, but they didn't. They didn't have anything for AJ Lee. They didn't yeah. have any. I mean, they had a what was it? A pop cap. Yeah. They really didn't have anything for Brie Bella. They had like one shirt that was really cheap. Looking. Yeah, and that, and that's and that's part of the problem. You know, uh, everybody talks about well, John Cena's merch sells more than any other merch. It's kind of like w- you don't have any other option, right? When you go when you go to a lot of these uh, WWE shows, most like if, especially if it's a live event, so it's not recorded, um, they're not bringing obviously everything that they have, and they expect you to order from I guess order from the WWE shop, but you know, you want to grab something while you're there because it's like, hey, I'm at this event and I want to support my favorite wrestler, so I'm going to buy his shirt or I'm going to buy his whatever while I'm there. And a lot of times you go there and you go, uh, all you have are John, you have a ton of John Cena stuff, but you don't have anything for Dean Ambrose, oh, you know, man, who, nice who, who is, you know, super popular right now. But the, but they're going with what they know what they can sell. I right. Mean, that's but that's business sense. But well, yeah, but like it's, 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 it's a double. Really that popular like i love kofi and i love mm-hmm. um god what was that other guy neville N- well 
I lo- he's going to have lots of merch now because yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. But and I, and I and I get it, but it's a double edged sword. You can't, you know, it, and that's one of the things that a lot of people scream about when it comes to Cena is if you constantly have Cena win and overcome everyone and beat them like he did with, with Kevin Owens. What 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 are what exactly are you are you building? Because then you're just you're putting all of your money on John Cena. And what if tomorrow John Cena says, I'm done? Okay. I, I, WWE stock plummets because you haven't built anybody up to that level the only way to do that is to let is is to build them up and you can't do that when you go oh well we we can't have cena we can't have cena have a bad day you know like cena lost a match to brock lesnar and it was a brutal beatdown. just he got suplexed and city yeah uh this is before super can you do that again yeah. That was before that was a thing. No, I just want to hear Suplex City. I thought that was just awesome. Suplex City. All right. Um, I'll make it a song for you. Please yeah, do. it was. We'll play it. it. It was before it was before Suplex City was a thing, but it was just Suplex. I didn't know Suplex City was a thing. Well, that's because you're not watching wrestling. Scotty, hashtag Suplex City. I will hashtag this episode Suplex City. Um, yes. So when you just, retweet, you can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Retweet Suplex City everywhere. Uh, but he, he just suplexed John Cena like. I forgot the number, but it was like in—I think it was near twenty times in this Multiple match. Multiple times. Yeah, it just—and John Cena just—John Cena got his ass beat, and it was great to watch. So Brock Lesnar wins that match. Right. John Cena doesn't show up on Raw the next night, which is the right thing to do because you're you're playing up that John Cena just got beat down and he's hurt and blah blah blah. The next week, John Cena comes out and destroys three guys, uh, the Wyatt family. He just destroys them <laughs> in a way that you just go like. Why would you do that? And it came out that the reason why they booked it that way was because they didn't want John Cena to look weak because, quote, his fans might uh, might not support him anymore. And I'm yeah, like, like if, someone else. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, shouldn't that be what you want? <laughs> Man, I hope John Cena's making the money. He John Cena is John Cena's making more money than anybody ever. Hey, uh, and he deserves it. He works his ass off. He deserves every penny that he gets. Right. I do not hate John Cena, the person. I do not hate <laughs> John Cena. Uh, John Cena as a person is a great, great guy. In fact, tonight on ESPN on Sports Center, which this is being recorded on a Tuesday, um, they're doing a special on him uh, for talking about his stuff with the Make a Wish Foundation. Okay. He's amazing. I hate the way they write him. I hate his character. His character. Makes me want to so vomit. Yeah, you choose a writer on WWE. This is what we got to do. I would love to be a writer on WWE. <laughs> I could fix so many things. You need to talk about uh, Bray Wyatt. You know how they they have Cena is like yeah. Super Cena, and they don't let him develop as a character, yeah. and they also don't have any changes for him or, or anything. Their monster Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It's supposed to be like this really terrifying um like a cult get in, leader. Get in your head kind of guy. Yeah. But they never let him He win. never beats anybody of a name. He he can't like he'll he'll go on these rampages against um John Cena. He went against uh what was it? Undertaker. Undertaker. He also Oh my god, the Undertaker's still around. He's still he around. he just came back. He just came back uh Sunday Roman night Reigns. and last night. Roman Reigns. Well he's in a him. he's in a feud right now with Roman Reigns. Yes. He beat Roman Reigns. Finally. He beat Roman Reigns at Battleground. He's he's probably gonna lose so at he, SummerSlam. Okay. My Undertaker is yes. scary Undertaker. Paul Bear Paul yes. is dead, but yes. that's same, my same, 
Yeah, he's no he's he went from that to the American badass, which the, was like the a biker one. I was lost on. I was yeah. like, why, why are you? And now and now now he's back to old school <laughs> Taker, which Good. is great. Just like he's one. he's feuding with uh with, with Brock. I'd Lesnar watch now. that. I, I, I'd watch an episode where I'm just like just. He is so old. Right. He is so old, and he, and he looks it. Now that said, he's last still night terrifying. Last night he looked. Last night and and, and Sunday night, uh, he looked great. Uh, you know, compared to what we've seen at the past two WrestleManias. So how old, how old do you think he is? I mean, uh, he's I, in his fifties. He's in his up. Uh, I don't think he's in his upper fifties. He's I mean, in his fifties though. Because he ha- he has to be. Because uh, I remember AKA when he's Mark Callis. He started in the late eighties. Uh, wrestling. He started in early eighties, no, no, but no, yeah, in yeah, WWF. But, but like when he got into the WWF, like when, uh, when he, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah, when, 80s, that, when, yeah. When, when he became the Undertaker. Yeah, I think eighty-seven or eighty-eight Survivor Series, so, something like that. Yeah, because um, I know Ultimate Warrior and uh, for Macho Man, all these dead wrestlers were still around. Yep. Um, God, I remember. I just remember Paul Bearer, who's from this area. Ooh, yeah. And the damn urn. I, I ate that stuff <laughs> up. I was like, this is my guy because he's into the stuff I wanted. Dude, I knew wrestling was fake. And we went to a live show. And or I shouldn't say fake. It's scripted. Because um, it's not fake because they are. They are really they being are thrown on the ground. Strong, and it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Undertaker walked out. His music hit. He walked out. And I hid behind my mom. I was like, uh, he is terrifying. And he's still, he comes out, there's still an aura about him. There's still something where you just go, this is weird and crazy, and I love it. This guy's not right, yeah. Yep. I've it's only great. been to one wrestling event. We need my, to fix that. In t- my entire life. We need to fix that. Re- live wrestling, I don't care if you're a wrestling fan or not, live wrestling oh, is I'm, the greatest oh, thing so you, spectacle you can go to. That's how, that's how I got into baseball, going to a, a natural, watching um Going to to a field watching because yeah. I, I fell in love with it because it's there's an experience. There's something about being there. Yeah. Um. Not not the Bay Bears. Don't. No no offense to any fans of the Bay Bears who are listening, but don't go to those. I games. like going to the Power game up in West Virginia. We have a we have a little. Uh, the West Virginia Power. The West Virginia Power. They're uh I think they're double A, but they're a Pirates. They a feeder team for the Pirates. Okay. And uh, the they're power. they're fun they're fun to watch. They they are my uh and I have a favorite player. Okay. Because, uh, you know, it's baseball. I don't know. I'm, I'm a football guy. I, I can right. I know football. I, and I, you know, I play fantasy, so I do a little study on it. But, like, baseball, I don't, I don't, I'm not that invested in. Right. You know, I'm, um, I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan. Okay. Because that's where we're at. And I, I, I've been to a, a Cincinnati Reds game, and I was like, okay. So when you cheer for the feeder team for the Pirates. Because that's our closest. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's all baseball. That's how. You know, okay. You, the. The bar wench from Bros, Brews, and Movies uh, got me into baseball. She's a diehard. She's a Reds fan. She's, I mean, diehard. Like, okay. She's a baseball. And, uh, you know, I, I always joke and say the three things that the bar wench knows is beer, booze. I mean, uh, beer. I was supposed to say beer and booze are. Beer, baseball, and broadcasting. Those are the three things that she knows. She, okay. she, you know, the three Bs of, of the bar wench. And uh, so she's the one that got me into that. I'm trying to figure out where. I'm, oh, yeah. So. Yeah, there's something about I, I totally agree. I would love to see it. I, I would I would go. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to go. I've only been to one, and, and my, mine's horrible. The one I went to, and I loved it when I was a kid. I went to a event in Mobile when they had the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Oh no! <laughs> I have seen oh, no. I have seen glow 
live. Wow. Erin is looking at me like she doesn't know what I'm talking about. That is right. well done, sir. <laughs> I haven't even stooped that low. I pulled that out of nowhere. I Wow. I was in fourth grade. Oh, hold, on. hold on. There's no picture. Girl Erin can't breathe. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Fun fact, Emma uh, used to wrestle, I think, for uh, Glow or or what maybe broke off from Glow. All right. So. All right. So Glow, there's a great there's a great documentary on Netflix on Glow. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I highly recommend it. And it's, you know, it was you, you want to talk about wrestling being fake. This is this what yeah. this what this was. And it was. Part wrestling, part skits, and yes, nice. <laughs> and it, no, but seriously, it, it was ridiculous. And I'm, I, I mean, probably would have eaten it up. Oh, I, I ate it love up. over the top. Oh, this and this like. was over. I mean, over the top. And it was, and that's like I said when we talk about gimmicks. I mean, that's yeah. the, because that's my era. I like gimmicks, and right. so I mean, if I could find a cool gimmick, I'd watch wrestling. I'd be like, all right, I'll you, follow. You need to watch Enzo, Cass, and. Um, Carmella. Carmella. Well, you would like them. One night before I leave, you have a wrestling night. I'll come watch it with you guys. Right. It'll be great. They're on NXT, so, so whatever. Just yeah. let me know. Let me know my schedule. Anyway, so, uh, Glow was this pseudo wrestling thing where they did a cattle call for models and actresses, and they didn't tell them exactly what it was for. They were like, "We're looking for beautiful women." Surprise. And so, and it was, and they had, um, I don't remember the guy's name, but some famous wrestling trainer trained them to be wrestlers and show them to to kind of wrestle safely and stuff. None of them were wrestlers beforehand. None of them were like, they no idea. I mean, literally it was like, we found you on the street. Now we're going to throw you in the ring, the the, the ring of death. And so they ended up creating these crazy personas. And, and like, I was in love with. Because I'm in fourth grade, because you know your first crushes, man. My right, mine was this um, patriotic woman named Americana. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I went to Mobile. I made Dad buy me tickets. Me and my dad and his the guy, his employee and his son, we went, and so I could see Americana, and 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 so it's it's her, and then there was a there was the evil the heel tag team was Hollywood and Vine, and there was oh that's awesome yeah, and then there was uh. That's actually that's actually well done. I like that. And then there was uh, uh, Mount Fiji, who was this giant woman. Uh, she was Samoan. Okay. Oh yeah, love that. And so that her whole gimmick, she was Mount Fiji, and uh, and and then um, she wrestled. They only had a handful of women that were wrestlers, and the, the, most of the bigger women. Right. So they had like a classic, like a. Place. Sounds like how they kind of made the WWE divas for a little while. Yeah. They had like. Kind of a late seventies, early eighties wrestler, the Big Bang Mama, and she's on an episode of uh, Married with Children. Though there's there's an episode where Al wrestles Glow, and that's on Netflix. So you definitely have to get, catch that. But uh, so that you know, she she was like the leader of the heels, you know, and right. and Mount Fuji was the leader of the the face, and uh, this. So it was it was amazing that it had all these beautiful women, but at the head of these are these giant meaty beasts of women. <laughs> Women go. That's, that's because they beat all the other ones into submission. <laughs> and you I, will and, listen and, to me. And if I can find this picture, and I will look for it, and I, I won't be able to look find it before I post this podcast, but I will look for this picture. There's a picture of me somewhere, 
probably at my dad's house, of me talking to Mount Fiji, getting an autograph. I was, and I'm pointing like I'm really, because I was into it. Yeah. And I don't know what, I don't remember what I was saying to her, but she was gracious. I still have, I, I had a, I bought a, a five Pro wrestlers by, are the nicest people outside of hockey players. I bought, I bought a five by seven of Americana black and white kind of a promo thing. Yeah. And it's slapped full of just autographs from these women. Nice. And, uh, she kissed it and that was like, Oh, you know, I'm eight or nine or whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, my pre pubescent stuff just exploded into this happiness. But, um, Mount Fuji had a quote unquote sister, little Fiji. And she she tag team with Little Egypt, <laughs> and so <laughs> right, and so Little Egypt. I remember this is the clearest day. Little Egypt and Mount and Little Egypt and uh, Little Fuji wrestled Hollywood and Vine in Mobile, and Hollywood and Vine brought this chainsaw and this uh, Cabbage Patch doll, and they cut the Cabbage Patch doll in half with oh, a chainsaw. No. I mean, it was like. <laughs> I mean, now you got me. They have chainsaws. Oh, it was like, it's ridiculous. It was Hollywood like, and Vine is such a great idea for oh, a tag team. Chainsaws are a great idea for everything. God, that's such good branding. No, seriously, I, I recommend. I, I definitely recommend. Them. Watch it on Netflix. It's Hollywood really good. And Vine. It's kind of tragic because you. Well, it's not tragic, but sad. You find out, you know, you know Mount, being being a, a big lady, Mount Fuji, and she's in a nursing home now. And yeah, but they do a reunion, and they hadn't seen each other in like ten years or whatever. And so it's, I mean, it's real sweet toward the end of it. So yeah. it's, it's a really cool, I mean, it's like, oh. Oh, the best, uh, the, the best, the best storylines where, you know, you got the face and the heel and they're going back and forth and all that are usually, those two are usually the best friends. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they, the reason why is because they'll travel together and they'll talk about, now granted, they can't usually travel together whenever they're feuding. Right. But they will talk about like, hey, let's do this and let's move in with this and we'll do this and then we'll, you know. Uh, there, there's more casual conversation there and writing, uh, than say two guys. You go, okay, hey, you and you are going to be feuding uh, for the next couple of months, and you're like, okay, I'll just do whatever, you know, do whatever they tell me to do. Where if it's, you know, if you and I, if you and I are close friends and we're we're having to travel and we're like, hey, what if we were to face each other? You know, what if we were to build up with this and I could do this and then, you know, right, you, right. you just you, you know each other so well that it just makes storylines and, and wrestling even just that much better because you know where the other guy's going to go. Um, wrestling, I think, uh, is coming up to a point to where um, we're starting to see a lot of the old guard kind of start slowly start passing the torch. Um, and the newer guys, the guys in NXT, the guys who just got called up, some of the guys who've been on the roster but were you know, kind of mid carters, but they're kind of starting getting a, a little bit more chance to shine. I think, I think WWE is about to have not a, a huge, like attitude era boom, like they did back in the day, but I think they're going to see a bigger boom. So um, what exactly? Cause I, you've mentioned the, the both of you have mentioned the term attitude era. Yeah. When was exactly that? Uh, attitude era was, uh, back during the Monday night wars 90s. between, um, WWE and WCW. It was, uh, mid the Monday night wars, mid we uh, fight on Monday night when there was competition. Yep. Mid, mid to late wrestling people, mid to late nineties. Okay. So it's before they merged or got bought or yeah. lots, lots of mooning happened. All right. Yeah. One last, <laughs> one last wrestling question. Okay. Cause, cause I just yeah, want to know we're long. We're, we're, Oh, that's fine. Cause we got more to talk about, but I just, I, I'm just, well, so first of all, does Sting still look like the crow? Yes. Yes. He still does that. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it it, that, that's it's iconic and people yeah. recognize it. I missed it. the rainbow colored. He's not going to do that. I missed that. 
He's not going to do that. I miss. I just don't know. One day he was like, I'm going to be the crow. And he's <laughs> supposedly supposed to. He had a match at WrestleMania this past year. Um, He's supposed to. Rumor is he's going to have a match at uh, uh, SummerSlam. Do you think now that Undertaker's looking better, they'll finally have an Undertaker versus Sting? I really hope they don't. Um, and Will it ruin everything because everyone's hyped it up for so long? That, well, that and the fact oh, that... Oh, that's, that's a thing? They, that's something people want? Oh, oh yeah. Like, for years. That's like the two rivalries. Um, because Sting Sting's got to get... I mean, he's, he's up there, the too. Sting is up there, too. Uh, the reason why is because Undertaker was like... He was the guy who never turned his back and never thought about turning his back on the WWE or WWF, whatever. He was he was there for the long haul. Right. Sting was the same way for WCW. For WCW. Sting wrestled in the last uh quote unquote WCW match against Ric Flair on, which, on Monday Nitro. Which should should have been. That that yeah. the smart move on whoever made decided that because that's yeah. that's how you end out. Mm-hmm. So those two were like the the two big holdouts, and up until recently, Sting would had never been in the WWE, you know, and you just never had that moment. So there was always that like, what if? Wait a minute, you but know, who I would it was win? All one thing now, right? Huh? It, I always it is all one thing now, but well, that's yes and no. There's sort of. TNA, Impact Wrestling, um, and uh, which, eh, they're okay. I. I I can't really get into them. There's Ring of Honor, which is a smaller promotion that's been building up and building up over the years, but they're no, but, very but indie. I, uh, I, mean, I guess to, to clear to and maybe you're trying to explain it, uh-huh. I mean, but you know, I thought it was either a merger or a, a WWE a, bought out WCW. WCW. So WCW died, right? So because they smothered their competition on that. Yes. I know there's some smaller groups out there. Yeah, where's Sting wrestling now? WWE, kinda. So, he wrestle. He wrestles there. But he doesn't really wrestle. He's never really there. He he wrestled at WrestleMania. He's wrestled one match in WWE. He's like a promotional kind of thing almost. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And 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 to be fair, that's all I want from him. And and that's really all I want from Undertaker. But we're gonna keep getting so Undertaker matches. Are they right are, now. are they in fighting form? Sting Sting is in Sting is in pretty decent shape. So Undertaker could, looked uh, really good at so Battleground and last night on Raw. Could do. Yeah, that one final horror. I'd watch it. See, but I don't want to see it because that match. Would, here's, would you here's feel why. let down? Would you feel let down because you you're not seeing them in their prime and you thought about it for so long and it's it's. Can you do it on one of the video games? Can you make that happen? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but see, see that's what you get. That. My, see, my it, problem it'll is never this. live up to what to what people would expect from it. It never does. That, that's, that's the number one problem. So no, why, my, let it, why let it down? Why not leave it as like this great mystery? This I would great have question. them. I would because have life them at is some disappointment. point. I would have them at some point <sighs> stand in the ring. <laughs> I would have them at some point stand in the ring, stare each other face to face, shake hands, and both walk out of the ring, never to face each other. I would leave that be the open question of who would win. I mean, might do that. I yeah. think I think that is a much better way to do it. But the other reason why I don't want to see those two wrestle at WrestleMania or really ever is broken hips. They're both old, <laughs> and neither one of them can carry a match by themselves right. now. So you need a younger guy in there who can carry. You know, um, if Undertaker wouldn't have gotten hurt in the match with Brock Lesnar, that'd have been a great match. But Undertaker got hurt early, and so it was just this awkward. 
Oh, Brock Lesnar beating up so an old bad. man. Well, it hurt to see. It Lord. hurt to see. That was the first time you ever saw Undertaker, and you're like, man, he's really old. And Not I was, it, I was there. That was that was WrestleMania. I wasn't in thinking, New Orleans. man, he's really old. I was just thinking, oh, that that's was cool. A, I'm sorry. A horrible way. You've to been lose to a WrestleMania. Street. I have, yeah. That that's there's probably I went with D'Angelo Williams and Gar, uh, Gary Barnage. You you got in an interesting outfit. That's true. In an interesting <laughs> that outfit. they picked out for him and just for him with the little bitty shorts. Yep. Hey, <laughs> own it. Oh, I do. It's 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 oh, on he, my. Uh, he had it's, no it's, shame. It's, it's outside of my <laughs> cubicle at work. Definitely own it. That's wow. Hey, I will. So I learned a lot about He's wrestling. He's got nice today. legs, and I got to share some wrestling knowledge. That's true. What little minute did I have? And we're going to show you Finn Balor and, and some Finn Balor's a great and some name. Stuff. And you, you've got to watch some, some Finn Balor sounds like he should be in Lord of the Rings fighting because they they literally showed the old guard to the new guard and said go. Yeah. So I I'm really excited to see. So is that like a separate show? No, it's on Raw. Okay. No, they they actually they so had two divas matches. They had two divas matches last two. time. That's unheard of. Right. Because they actually have chicks who can wrestle now. Like, well, Which I is mean, great. Tamina is <laughs> there. She didn't wrestle last night. She she sh- probably shouldn't for a little while. <laughs> That's rough. She scares me. She keeps hurting my people. That's true. <laughs> I, I love this. I, I, I re- need them healthy because I need to see them <laughs> bitches go. So, the, the, <laughs> what I appreciate about this conversation, because like I said, no idea, but I love the fact that you love it so much and you're so into it. I mean, it's... It's very cool to me just to watch this. Uh, you know, I'm fascinated. I don't know. If, I mean, we have you know, you know, Cast Network celebrating fandom. That's what we do. Yep. And I, I know there's listeners out there who are just eating this up. And I'm like, I'm just watching this. Going like, this is awesome. I got at least I had some questions. I got that was fun. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Any other wrestling stuff you want to try? Anything else did we miss? I don't think so. I think we covered a lot. We covered a lot. Yeah, one, two, three, out. <laughs> one, two, kick out. <laughs> kick out. Hola, kick out at Canada. Two. <laughs> Hola. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I really am. That means hello and goodbye. <laughs> In Canadian. <laughs> uh, aloha. <laughs> aloha, Canada. Aloha. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's normally not like this. It's not true. She's always like this. Just weird 24-7. Nah, that's why we keep you around. That's why we keep you around. So um, I saw Ant Man. Yes, and um, I liked Ant Man. Okay, and I know you haven't seen it because I asked a stupid question all. Yeah, you asked me when you walked in. Hey, did you see Ant Man? So we could talk about Ant Man. No, no I refuse I to go, go to, to theaters. theaters, and I'm like, I know this. I know this. The rage is alive, boiling well, and just, seething just, beneath the surface. I, I, and so I mean, we've been doing this is the fourth one we've done, and I'm like, and I've f- f- stupid, stupid, stupid. But I'm like everyone else. Like everyone should see movies and at the theater. I would love to. And so I would love to. And and if I ever get to move to Austin, Texas, I will. I will see movies in a theater again when I go to the Alamo Draft House. We could go to the Crescent Theater. No. Oh. That's, that, uh, you and I, I'll take you to the Crescent. Li- here's yes. the thing. I don't mind going to the Crescent to see certain movies. Like, I wouldn't mind going to see, uh, what were we talking about earlier? Trainwreck? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind going to sure? see Trainwreck let's there. Let's go do that. But if you said, hey, right let's go now. see Ant-Man, I want to go see that on a, like, digital screen and all the That's goodness. It's Crescent's all digital. Yeah, uh, it's just smaller. Yeah, that's the problem. And you have armchairs. Listen, we got married there, so I I, I love I, I love. Yeah, the you did theater. get married to the Crescent. I love the Crescent Theater, but 
there are certain movies that you need a giant screen and you need loud sound system. But you're going to wait for it to come out on a television screen. Yes, that's my trade-off. Your trade-off could this be a not giant screen, but a crescent movie theater screen. I'm still, I'm still screen. in a theater with other people who are checking their cell phones. There won't be as much talking, but they're still being obnoxious. Can we get wiffle bats? Can that be <laughs> legal? No, that's assault. It's a wiffle bat. Granted, it's not actually, assault with a deadly weapon unless you hit an old woman. Battery. Yeah. Assault is verbal. Assault oh, batteries true. with something. So if I it's it, battery. So if I just if I tell somebody what for, because mm-hmm. we're we're on the PG thirteen. Right. If you, but you have to be aggressive with threatening. That's okay. an assault. I mean, I can I, I can't just stress you down. That's not assault. But if I like threaten your life, so that's assault. If I hit you with it, that's battery. Assault and battery. Not that. What I'm if I hit you with a battery? Assault and battery with a battery. Okay. <laughs> it's like the Port and Port <laughs> the Laporte and Porter and Porter Report. There we go. You say it much better than I do. I get confused. A lot of practice. Yeah. I spent weeks before we started filming. I got you. It's I mean it, Laporte and Porter and Porter Report. It's a. It, I like it. Also, uh, welcome to Posted. This is Aaron. You mm-hmm. know, uh, all that is ingrained. Oh my! my uh, when I co-host How It Stacks, which is uh, airing on Thursday on the network, so the day after this episode airs, um, my co-hosted they uh, when they did uh, Transformers. At the end, I did the whole. Uh, and so, how do we find out? I'm Scotty White at. Uh, you can find me at uh, follow me at Scotty White <laughs> Scotty White dot com. Follow me on Twitter at Scotty White at the Mopcast Network. I mean the whole bit www.facebook.com slash Mopcast. I mean the whole spiel. It just like it just comes falling out of me. Yep. But uh, back to Ant Man and the fact that you don't theater. All right, so I liked it. Okay. It's very funny. Yes. I'm not going to spoil it too bad because you guys haven't seen it. Um. Uh, I can't tell you where it ranks. But I think it was better than Avengers Two. Wow, I but I have we that's t- big. I, I, I had troubles with Avengers Two, so really, yeah, I just I enjoyed Avengers. Oh, 2. I did too. I didn't say it was bad. I was just like the pacing in this is a lot better than Avengers Two. Okay, the pacing in Avengers Two is all like it's intense, intense, go 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 go, go. Hawkeye's house, intense, <laughs> intense, intense, and I'm like I was just exhausted when I was done. I was like. This movie's a little bit more paced, better. It's like, oh, look, action parts and and then you know parts I can breathe, and there's some development going on. I love the micro world they create. Okay. The, this micro universe that they build with with him and the little ant, that's fascinating and it works. And um, Scott Lang's buddies are great. It's also great that his buddies call him Scotty. So I kept hearing because I never hear my name in a movie. Ever. I, except for uh, Euro Trip. Never seen it, but I know the song. Yep. <laughs> Which will probably what I play at the end of this. You. I was trying to figure out what, what song I was going to play at the end of this. Because last week was. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Wow. That's why I don't know. date women named. That's why I don't date women named Fiona. Because, <laughs> you know, things happen. So, But yeah. I've, I've never seen Euro Trip. But I've heard the song. That's pretty good. That's all right. That's what I hear. It's, it's just, comedy. It, it's not like I wanted. It's like I'm never going to see it. It's just like, the opportunity's never presented itself. That's fair. It's like, mm-hmm. but um, so my problems with Ant Man was this: the villain sucked. Okay. The villain looked cool. Yellow jacket looks cool. All right. But as a villain, it's just. Terrible. Well, that's kind of the Marvel way. And then I got thinking about that exactly. Like, the villains are just 
terrible except for for Loki. And that's the one everybody loves. Right. But it also takes three movies to get to like Loki. Loki's neat, but it like yeah. there's three movies of Loki to make Loki work. Two movies. Thor, two Thors and a Thor uh, Thor two came out after Avengers. Yeah, but that's part of the, the that's part of it. I mean uh, I loved him in Avengers. I mean I liked him in Avengers too. I don't, I'm not saying I'm not saying you don't like I mean I'm saying yeah. but we've had three movies with Loki. Right, right. To to, to make that work. And sure. so because you know, you've got you know Loki in the beginning, who's not quite a villain but becomes a villain. Loki, who's all villain in Avengers, and then in Avengers Two, he's this captured, broken villain who's going to do other things. Right. And so there's there's a storyline that happens with him. Minus that, name a good Marvel movie villain. Hydra. Hydra. All of it. But I mean, that's the thing. That's one of the things that, because you mentioned, you kind of mentioned this before we, we started recording. Um, and I, I, I started thinking through it and I went, what is, outside of the Avengers and uh, Guardians, what is my favorite Marvel movie? Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, the second Captain America. Right. Um, and I was like, why did I enjoy that? And I just, you know, it's a, it's a political thriller. Right, it's a political thriller. And, and, and just, so the fact that Hydra is the bad guy. So have you watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? We watched a large chunk of the first season, and that's about as far as we made I it. I watched the second series. I watched... and and Oh, series. Always going British on us. Sorry, season. I um, <laughs> My attention span didn't last that long. I, I It's tough to get through that first season. Yeah. It, it took... I was, I was on board at the beginning, because I was like, I'm going to support Marvel. And then I was like, I am bored. <laughs> yeah. And then I made over the Christmas holiday. I made myself go back and watch all of season one, and it ends a lot better. Yeah, it, it w- builds, and th- and that's the thing. I could tell they were building, but I was just like, you know, at that point we were doing the report and Porter important report, and Kevin kept harping on me about it because uh, I kept saying just, just hang in there, hang in there, and then it just got to the point to where like Aaron and I we were trying to watch it, and then she didn't want to watch it. <laughs> And I couldn't watch it without her. And so it just became this thing where it was like, we got so far behind, I was like, well, I can't get caught up at this when, point. When Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. catches up to Captain America, the Winter Soldier, it's awesome. Yeah, but now they're not, they can't be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Granted, that's probably answered in the show. Yeah, they, they, it's all taken care of. But okay. it, it's and then done in a nice way. And it, it's, it's not like, I mean, it's thought out. So, but even Hydra as a whole, it, it, it's, I mean, did we wake up your Xbox? Yeah, the Xbox just turned on. The robot overlord. We're talking about AI name. suddenly, and there's like Xbox, like Xbox on. And I was like, no, I said Hydra, Hail Hydra, and it's like, oh god, Hail Hydra. Um, if the Hydra symbol shows up, I'm done. I'm out. Nope. Yeah. Interesting. But <laughs> that's weird. We got some minions. <laughs> but um, Xbox, turn off. Yes. <laughs> the future bitches. <laughs> So, um, Hydra's interesting. I'll, I'll give you that. Way more interesting than AIM was, yeah. which disappoints me because I love AIM in the comic. I like the yeah. idea behind AIM. No AIM. Um, Iron Man's... Okay, Iron Man's villains are an old guy. Okay. It's the first one, Obadiah. Uh-huh. I'm an old... I'm old! Brandon, right. he's the dude. But right. I'm old, and I'll make my own suit, Tony. Yeah, and then you've got uh, washed up Mickey Rourke as a Russian with some 
whips. Don't hate on Mickey Ward. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, uh, whiplash, I will hate on. It How about, was so dirty. It was great. It's just. Oh, you have my bird. Right. Where is oh. my bird? And then, oh, so bad. And then three, you had Guy Pierce, right? And Extremis. And so I, haven't, I haven't seen three. So. Oh, and it's just like. But see, here's. But, yeah. Okay, but let's expand out from this. Okay. Let's look at uh, the Superman and Batman movies. Uh, Superman, and we'll just we'll just go with the the most current ones. Oh, I can. Uh, um, let's let's just do Nolan's Batman's. Yeah. Uh, at least Nolan's Batman's villains were more interesting than most of the Marvel villains. True, except for I hated three. A Bane to me is the worst villain. But he's. I, I hate it. I hated him. I, I didn't hate Bane. I, I, I And I hated his voice because uh, he talked like this. Yeah. yeah it didn't bother me. The, 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 okay. I was born in it. Okay. My voice aside because his voice is pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> the idea behind it. Like the, the first time you see Bane do the stuff in the plane in the beginning of that movie. Oh, that's great. He's a badass and that's neat. And, and, that, and then it just goes downhill from there. Right. He but, gets whiny. But it's like... That's still better than everybody that Iron Man has faced. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and it's still better than uh, Red Skull. I mean, the, the the way they do Red Skull in Captain America. Well, the I, first Captain America movie is god-awful. It is god-awful. And it's... It's and uh, it's cheesy and just and it's supposed well to be, it, My problem with it is too long. It's just... Yes. Like, it's so long. And it's just... I, I don't, don't like this podcast. <laughs> You know we're approaching two hours. That's fine. Okay. Unless you want to quit, we can quit. No, no. No, no. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not like, you know, whatever you know, conversation. We had an hour long conversation about wrestling, so That's like, true. I mean that could be its own separate podcast. <laughs> we could talk some more. I don't care. <laughs> the, the 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 issue I have though is it's like no one's dev- they worry so much about developing the hero, they forget about developing good villains. Loki's yes. the only exception. Even Ronan the Accuser, who looks neat, and that's about it. Yeah. I, why do you hate everybody? Because it's my birthright. Really? Yeah. That's all you're going to give me? Oh, no, I and, agree. And and Lee Pace was awesome in it, but it was like there was not enough given. And I think Thanos is going to be the same way. And that, that, that bums me out because I'm really excited to see Thanos. Right. But I mean, I, I'd rather get a, I'd rather get Thanos as Loki, you know, a, a Loki esque kind of villain. That's why I think Captain America: Civil War is going to be the best Marvel movie uh, outside of Guardians. Cool. I, I honestly do because you're actually going to get characters that you have built up, and you know, and you've you they actually you care about them, and now you get to see them. You get Fight. to see, mm-hmm. yeah, you you get to you get to see actual conflict and go. Okay, here we go. Apparently, um, everybody's in it. Yeah. Like everybody. And, Good. Um, the there's a post credit scene for there's two post credit scenes for um, Ant Man. So if you go see it, mm-hmm. go s- stay for both of them. And the the first one is um, ties in with Ant Man. The last one ties in with uh, uh, Captain America: Civil War. War. Yeah, cool. And ties in pretty well. And so you know I. I just disappointed in the villain. I'm just so tired of villains, bu- and that's the thing is I think a lot of people. I think that's I think that's where most people fail when they're when they're telling a story. Oh yeah, is it is it's much easier to look and say, okay, here's the bad guy, and he and his motivation is he wants to do these bad evil things, 
and here's the good guy, and the good guy, uh, he's our hero, and here's his flaws, and here's the person. And you're supposed to build up the hero as the person that you care about, and I get that. But the best stories are the ones where you look at the villain, and like I said earlier, he thinks he's the hero, and there's part of him that deep down inside you go, I get it. Like, that's the reason why I, I, I enjoy Serenity so right. much. Because if you, you know, you've, the operative, uh, he tells you in the thing, he's like, uh, you know, we're creating better worlds. And literally, that's what they're doing. They're spreading technology. They're helping people. Right. But to do that, at times, it's very difficult. And you have to bend rules. And you have to be able to say, no, we need you to do what we want you to do. So we can help you. You just have to make this first step, and if you don't make that first step, we can't help you. So we need. I think you that's to why do that. Loki works because uh, Loki yes. tr- truly believes that he's destined to be king, and so he doesn't get to do be king in the and Thor. So he goes find another place to be king, king. of. He, right. I'm gonna go. Be I king will be of, king, king somewhere. somewhere. Damn it. Right. But so. you know, in in going back to Serenity, there's a part where where you know he he says we're making better worlds, and Malcolm says you know we. Well, we're just supposed to roll over and die for your better worlds so you can live in your better worlds. And he goes, and the operative goes, I'm not going to live there. I'm a monster. I'm a monster. You know, that moment you just go, this is perfect. That's how you write a bad guy. Yeah, the operative does. There are some really, really neat. We need to do a Bros Booze movies on Serenity, really. really, Because that's how I got introduced to Firefly. I did it all out of order. Yeah. And But, I mean, I I saw it in the theaters and was like, this is crazy awesome yeah um i knew i was going to like the operative when he kills that first dude yeah with, with the, the sword the, he's got and the sword and, and he's like this, this is, is a an good o- this is a good death this is like good death. oh yeah yes this is wow <laughs> you know i i love i love that scene because i love the uh the the thing where uh he said you know the guy the guy looks scared and you know he's offering him a chance to to essentially end it on his own and uh the guy kind of starts acting like he's going to leave and the operative just looks at him and goes would you have me hunt you down like a dog and you're just like oh no <laughs> like like it's like no I'm giving you an opportunity to do the right thing. He's here. also got great lessons of being a, you know, if you ever want to be a villain, like uh, when your enemy runs to ground, give them no ground to run yeah. to. It was like, whoa! It's like, you know, we don't murder children. I do. And I I'm like, do. Ah! I, you know, and it's, I'm a bad, bad man. You know, that, and going back to what we're talking about with wrestling with Kevin Owens, yeah, that's did. what makes Kevin Owens so good is the fact that he's, he goes, I'm a bad, bad man. But I'm doing it because I'm going to take care of my family. Right. You know, and you go, I would do anything for my family. How do I how do I fault this man? Right. How do you, it's I, great. And that's that's perfect. That's all you have to do. But going back to Marvel and they're bad at Yeah, they're guys. They don't come up with a good reason for and them which to do is what a they shame do. Because you know, Marvel is the quote unquote house of ideas. Yes. This is where they're and they have these great you know, like Roman the Accuser is a really interesting bad guy. Yeah. Just not with the way he's portrayed in Guardians. And Winter Soldier's an interesting bad guy, too, for one, as long as he is a bad guy, because, you know, he's, he's not. But, yeah. but it's, you know, and, and he was neat, but he was neat looking. And, like, no. I I wasn't really... I love Captain America Winter Soldier. I think, you know, I keep going back and forth of where, where this all falls. I think for me right now, it's, I, think, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is number one. I agree. And I think 
it's because it's 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 got the best mix of action and humor and plus it has Rocket. Yeah. And Rocket just steals that movie. Him and Groot just steal that movie. I mean just Oh, we are Groot. Uh, right? Right? And then There were uh, tears. I'm oh me gonna, too. I'm crying I'm like a baby, dude. <laughs> we are Groot. Oh, we are Groot. <laughs> and then Baby Groot at the end, and it's just like I how can you not Spoilers. like that movie? And then and then I think Winter Soldier is fantastic. I saw I, that. I, I, I would have Avengers one be number two for me. All I right. would go Guardians, Avengers, and then right behind that, Captain America Winter Soldier. Um I just because I'll do that. Yeah. I'll, yeah I'll do I, that. When I when I saw Avengers, I was like, this is this is a superhero movie. Like this is Avengers was the first movie I had seen in theaters in such a long time that I was on the edge of my seat and it was like I was five years old again yeah. watching this like Star Wars or something, something epic and something mean. And when I watched and, and and Captain America was just the opposite for me. Where I was sitting there and I was so drawn in. Like right. it's, it's a quote unquote superhero movie. But it's really not. Like I was sitting there watching it going, if you take the shield off of him and you put like a dude in a suit. Yeah, suddenly it's Jack Ryan Cheddar recruit. Thank you. Like uh-huh. you're just like Which also is a fun movie. If you've not seen Cheddar. I haven't seen that. Oh yeah. it yeah, it, um And that's that's Ben Affleck, right? No, uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris, yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. newest one. It's the yeah, newest yeah. one. We won't one. get any more Chris Pine as Jack Ryan, as far as I understand, because the it the, it didn't do well, which is a shame, cause it's awesome. Right. I really dug it. Like, you know, I'm not really into the Jack Ryan movies, but I'm like, I like Chris Pine, and I'll give it a shit because the trailer looked cool, and I was like, I, I'll. Or, or you could even say it was like kind of like a Bourne. Right, right. You know, it's kind of like a Bourne film where, where you're just like, you're along for the ride. You've got your hero. He's got a couple allies. Let's do this. You know, and it's just it gets a little superhero-y at the end, right? But it's so good, and I was just sitting there going, "What is happening right now?" I was like, "Well done, Marvel." Then after, but after that, it drops quick. After Captain America, Avengers Mar- two, I do Ant Man before I do Avengers two, Damn, I don't know. because um, and then I would do Avengers two, and then that was just lop the rest of them because I don't care. Yeah. Um. If I'm doing all properties though, I'm like it's Guardians of the Galaxy, Daredevil, and then yeah. Avengers because Daredevil. We, the we best. need to finish Daredevil. Daredevil's like the best. Like like we we were talking about good villains. Yeah. Kingpin. Oh yeah. Kingpin. Yeah yeah. By the end of the and you guys haven't finished it. When you finish it, I, I'd like to know because for me for me it was I feel bad because I want Wilson Fist to have everything he asked for. The they did an awesome job with the trailer. Because the trailer starts and you hear him talking. Right. And you don't hear him talking as I'm the bad guy and blah, blah, blah. He's just a dude and he's trying and he's trying to do the right thing ish. <laughs> no, he's tr- in, in his mind. In, in his mind, he's the he's, hero. He's the, he's the hero and yep. he, because he's he understands the reality of things, which makes him work. It's yep. the, that, that sometimes being the good guy and being the hero Means sometimes you got to get your hands dirty, yep. and that's what makes him. That's what separates him from 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 real heroes. Daredevil is doing the same. Well, that's what I love about it. Daredevil's doing the same thing. Yeah. He's just doing getting his head dirty on a vigilante level. Yeah, Fisk is doing this on this large kind of or the citywide corporate kind of scale. Yeah. We're doing some really shady and some 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 mafia stuff, getting the drugs and stuff in. But you understand, there's a purpose to there's a method to this madness. Yeah, and so it was really interesting. I would ever like to see like like. 
Matt Murdock can step back and be like, oh, maybe we can have this utopia. Yeah. But it comes to the question to to you know at what cost, and, and that's the big theme of Daredevil. You know, it's you know how how far is Matt Murdock willing to go to to sell his soul for peace? Right. Because he's a devout Catholic. That's the big thing about this is how far does he go to go to become this devil? And right. So it Daredevil is is a the best thing on Netflix. B one of the best things that Marvel's ever done. Gives me so much great hope for a, um, uh, Alias, a.k.a. Jessica Jones. Yeah. <coughs> Bendis had said on his Tumblr that he's seen the first three episodes or so, and, and he has nothing. To, he's not involved with it. He created the character, but he's not involved with the TV show because he's been working on Powers on uh, the PlayStation Network. Right. But he says that um, it is faithful. It's amazing. And he, and he, he admitted that he would have been the hardest on anybody because it's his baby. That he had to let go, so of course he's going to be hard on. He loves it, so, yeah. and and after seeing how well Daredevil is, I'm like, and Jessica Jones is that's my hero. That's 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 my favorite. You know, that's my girl. <laughs> that's that, that that's your homie. That's my girl. That's my girl. Rachel Summers is number one. A Jessica Jones is number two. That's fair. You know, and I would like to see them team up one day. I don't know why they would team up, but I would watch. <laughs> I would, I'd read that in a heartbeat. And a buddy cop uh, action flick. I got one more rant before we go. All right. Oh yeah, I have a. Oh no, we got two things before we go. Yeah, I talked about movies. Let you talk about. I want to hear about Concrete Gate, <sighs> Cement Gate, Cement Gate. What do you want to call it? Uh, this is the longest podcast we've ever done. Which I don't. I mean, this is awesome. I think. Let's well, I don't know what would we name this. Cement Gate. What is that? Girl, girl. What Aaron's. happened last Friday night? I don't remember. All right, so I'm. I'm okay. I'm hanging out uh, on Twitter because that's I don't what do I do. Time. <laughs> I exist in an eternal now. Do not do time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is my life. You're not. What happened two minutes so ago? So, what you're saying is know. you're not a Hoovian. <laughs> Jesus. Well, no. Okay, so what <laughs> happened? I don't do time, though. I, 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 She's not time. I Lord. come home Friday night. From the Lord of Time, maybe. Um, and we, I knew that we were going to. Um, you know, a friend of mine's getting married on Saturday. So, uh, and he was coming over to grab a bunch of stuff uh, that he was using. Uh, from my equipment, and whatnot, for the uh, for the wedding, so I knew we needed to go, you know, come in and then just go out to eat. Uh, I'm pulling into my driveway, oh, and I I know now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling into my driveway. This is why you should have a show. A and show. directly beside, like my little pull-in area, so close enough that that Aaron actually drove through it. Was a giant glob of cement, like like a bucket's worth of extra cement, that was just poured in our yard. Um, uh, some of it was on top of our water meter, um, sealing it up. And so I, I see this, and I'm just like, "What the hell is happening?" I look across the street, and our neighbor across the street is, has a new. Uh, driveway new front part of his driveway and i was like all right so the guys he contracted out are assholes probably had extra uh cement and was like well we're not going to deal with this uh we'll just pour it over here and it's somebody else's problem so i'm lose my mind and i send out a tweet saying pretty much you know if you're what that moment when your neighbor 
has is being a prick and you have to decide on how to react. Yeah, that's kind. the first thing I read. I was like, whoa, Tweet what is Because uh, I, I really was trying to figure out what to do because my initial reaction was to walk across the street or was to actually gather up all the cement in a bucket, walk across the street and pour it in his yard, flip him off and then walk back into my house. Glad you didn't do that. Yeah, that, would, that probably wouldn't have gone well. Um, it wasn't his fault. Well, we didn't know that. Right. So I walk inside, tell Aaron about it. We walk back outside. It started to rain a little bit now because uh, it was raining all day. Uh, I go to the back where I... Perfect I've, time to lay new cement. Yeah, exactly. So I go <laughs> to the... I, she goes across the street to go talk to the neighbor. I go grab a hoe, a um, garden utensil, not a uh, woman from a uh, rap video. Indentured servant. Uh, That's what you need to clean out cement. So I, I get over there and I'm you know spreading the stuff out and breaking it off of the uh, um, water meter so I can get into the water meter again um, and just having to deal with this stuff in the rain. It's not raining hard, but it's raining. Aaron's talking to the neighbor. I kind of finish up. She walks over and I'm like, so what happened? And she goes, he didn't contract out anything. It was the city of Mobile. <gasps> that hired these people to fix people's driveways because a year ago they came in, had to take up a bunch of driveways to fix some uh, pipes under the under the street. So they broke people a bunch of people's driveways and said, don't worry, we're going to come back and fix it. And they waited a year to do so. One year uh, later. Yeah, Surprise. a year later they finally started doing it. They just show up. And, of course, because it's the c- city of Mobile and it's a city contract, they're going to go with whoever the lowest bidder is, and these people are jackasses and just poured that in our yard. Well, they had like a cement mixer and some fell out and they're well, like, oh, it's just kinda. the sand sediment stuff. Kinda. But. Yeah, so they had the cement truck come in to pour the cement. Um, they didn't mix it on their own, obviously. Uh, so some Not of a that. bag of sack creek for this job. Yeah. So we're, we're about to leave to go to dinner after we've already handled all this. We get in the car, a truck pulls up behind us, two guys get out and they start smoothing out the cement in front of our neighbor's driveway. And I'm like, that's them. Go get them. These are the guys. So I'm like, Sick em. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to go talk to them. So I get out and Grabbing I go talk the to dog. them. You're just <laughs> yeah. Max is not going to do a damn thing to these people. Like, uh, Hello? <laughs> so I get out and I walk over there and I'm like, uh, excuse me. You guys know that, you know, one of your workers or somebody poured your extra cement in my yard. And the guy said, Oh, that was just the first part of the, uh, uh, of what comes out of the cement truck, it wasn't actually cement. It was pretty much just sand. And I just stared at him, and I went, "You dumped all shit right. in my yard, man." Yeah, I was just and like, "Now it's hardening like it is cement because it's raining and it kind of mixed together." Yeah. And guess what? So I'm just staring at him, and I went, "Okay." He goes, "Well, we wouldn't have left it there." And I went, "Uh huh, you did. Thanks." Because I don't know if you know this, if you take cement mix. And you combine it with water, like when it rains a lot, you get cement. That's what it was hard cement at the bottom. I had to break cement. So don't tell me, oh, we didn't do we didn't pour cement. Yes, you did. You absolutely <laughs> did. So they were just like completely just like, oh, whatever. I was like, I so to the city of Mobile, this is a PG thirteen podcast, so I can't say what I want to say to you. But you can go to hell. You're a bunch of assholes, and your contractors suck balls. I'm staying at PG-13 levels here. I like how you're doing that. Um, it's like a struggle. 
I was furious because I'm like, that don't. If if you have extra cement and if it does fall out of your truck, uh, don't drive off. Pick it up right then. Because it's not. It shouldn't be my job to come home and go. Why is there? What is this doing in my yard? Oh, surely somebody's going to come pick it up. Did you already had cleaned it out by the time you went? Oh, absolutely. Which sucked because I would have loved to be like, well, we would have left it that and be like, what is this? Exactly. (laughs) It was all smooshed down. I mean, it's nice and it's like we have a little tiny extension. We have a little patch of weird cement. I mean, I'm glad we're never going to go grass there (laughs) ever. Ever. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, grass wasn't growing there anyway. But (laughs) I lost my mind. Now we don't have options. I just, I could not believe it. And, well, that's that's not true. I could believe it because it's a city mobile and it's and it's some contractor that's getting paid probably next to nothing to do this job. Um, but, I mean, it's just, you know, you had you had the whole truck thing. Right, right. So, I mean, so this is, the, the, this know, was mine. Hey, this what these podcasts are for, celebrating fandom and getting things off your chest. Whatever, oh, man. Just anger. I mean, cement justice. <laughs> Hashtag it. Hashtag, hashtag cement justice. Just, the sheer areas where we would have killing it up. I'm like, no, you would have. Yeah, exactly. No, they wouldn't have. And that's, the, you know. and They like would have denied it was there. Yeah. And, and like I said, my favorite part was the, well, it wasn't really cement. It was pretty much just sand. It's like, no. No, no. It, when, it, when it's hardening, that's, that's cement, dumbass. It's like, don't. Because it, it's, cement's a. Cement itself is a, a dust powder. Yes. You add sand to it, and then you add rocks. You get concrete. So it's yeah. like, I understand how this works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's. I just want to be like, yeah, this isn't the first time I've actually dealt with concrete and right. cement yeah. before. Yeah, like, cement keeps the concrete together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was It was actually concrete because it did have rocks in there. Yeah. Was, but yeah. I, I was just, I was like, you know, just don't. Just do and, and don't tell me that you're going to, that you were going to come back and pick it up because you weren't. No. Yeah. If you were, why did you leave? You know, because they're horrible human beings. Yeah, allegedly. Alleged? No. <laughs> allegedly. Somebody's saying allegedly. <laughs> In my, I'm op- not saying they're jerks. <laughs> I'm just saying. In my opinion, I'm using not, the evidence that I'm I not have, slandering in, in, anyone. I'm just saying I don't yeah. know these people. I'm just you know, they. I'm. I'm. I don't know if they eat babies. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, if, I, listen, I don't know if the concrete that they have is made of dried up bones of people that they've killed. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know I, these I, things. I don't know these things. I mean, it could be. It could not be. They could be made of rainbows and puppies. Mm-hmm. I mean, dead was, puppies. You no, heard it here first. Puppies. Yep, they I mean, grind right up puppies. I mean, it's, I mean it's equal chances of being that's what, that's what's in our. That's what's on our front yard now. Dead the remains puppies. of dried up puppies. Da, 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 Max, dead. trigger warning. Puppies. <laughs> oh God, trigger warning. He trigger warning. Even, he don't even cur. He don't even cur. <laughs> all right, and you got something. Um. All right, so um. You know when I had introduced myself as the you know, Native American Internet Spirit Guide, I I mean out of all of that description. Uh-huh. Two words are actually true. I am Native American. I'm I'm Porch Creek Indian. You're also on the internet. I'm on the internet, and I'm somewhat of a spirit guide. But you know, out of that, sure. on the honesty part of that, so, and so there is a new, and I may be overreacting. I don't know. There's a new okay. Leo, and I, and that's kind of why I want to talk about this because 
I want to make sure I'm not being crazy about this because I think a lot of people think I am when I want to. So there's a new Leonardo DiCaprio movie coming out this year called The Reverent or The something. Okay. Starts with an R, has a V in it. I I didn't realize I won't be talking about this and I should have done my homework, but I didn't. And so it's a movie in the late 1600s, early 1700s, something about it because they have flintlocks. Okay. And he's out. I like flintlocks. He's out in the old, you know, the the frontier. And for most of this trailer, he is slaughtering Indians. They're just, they're fighting Indians. They're just, just tons of Indians getting killed. And I'm just like, really? Why are they fighting? Well, and now here's the, here's the question. Because here's, here's where we, here's where we can walk the, walk this line. (laughs) If it's just, Open slaughter of Indians, Native Americans, whatever. I both terms yeah. are fine. Yeah. Um, if it's just open slaughter, okay, that's kind of weird. And I thought we were a little bit past that uh, with with our cinematic viewing. Um, but open but, slaughter would be more <laughs> historic. <laughs> but but that's the thing is it is if it's if it's like oh well you know here's a dude and and it was like. You know, here's the story of this, uh, of like something similar to that. What happened? Uh, Apparently, yeah. it's one of these based on true events, which means it was probably in some history book. Yeah. And it, you know, he's he's on a boat with a bunch of other white dudes, and they're you know traveling the. River. It's almost like Heart of Darkness. They're or, or you know Apocalypse now, but yeah. it's you know Heart of Darkness, the, the actual the the story. But you know they're on this boat and they're. They're traveling and they run into these native peoples and you know the, from the trailers this this massive attack you know they're both both the arrows versus guns and anyway something happens and I read the description and so he gets attacked Leo gets attacked by a bear and goes on this journey and so I, so in my mind and if, just me putting how Hollywood I is, right they make a movie where they kill a bunch of my people. <laughs> Okay. And they have the white guy get lost, and then he'll meet one of my elders who will be like, white guy, you must learn the spirit ways, and, and we'll get powers and then get revenge. So... Well, wait, get revenge, okay. On on the, the guys who left him to die. Oh, okay, the, the white guys. The other white people. Yeah, so <laughs> Avatar. Or any movie. Or Dances with Wolves. Right, and I, I am... I'm trying. I mean, I'm not upset about here's, it. Here's my question. Oh, yeah, let's go back to let's go back to a conversation we had about an hour and a half ago. All right. If it was flipped, if it was a group of native Native Americans go into a, a colonial white town and kill a bunch of white folks, and one of those stays behind or gets left behind and learns the ways of the white man the, you know <laughs> learns, like, the, learns, the, learns, learns the spiritual the civilized ways. ways of the white folk you know it's like uh, this is how we shit in the house yeah. <laughs> um and then uses that or like, like, this l- is how like you get white girl well hold on hold on hold on <laughs> wow you need to have a peppermint. Learns, learns uh, to use firearms, Starbucks for example. <laughs> I, like you. I like how Aaron goes to straight to something practical. I was like, you know how to use the firearms? We're all like, I love white girl wasted. <laughs> I would like to see Puritans do that. Like, yeah, have a martini. <laughs> what is this 
shitty business. I'm now less upset about this because just because your white powers, Aaron, you have get me white girl wasted. Just made me like because you know fuck, because Indians like wrong. Firewalker, hey, you uh, heartless person. Hey, Aaron, don't don't hashtag white powers. Okay, just <laughs> leave that alone, please. Um, but if it was if it was turned around, would you be as upset? No, and I tell you why I wouldn't be okay. as upset because that would be the first time that movie's ever been made, and so that's sure. different. <laughs> Oh well, no, uh, and I and I agree, but I, it's, it's for for me. It's it's not that it's this. It's not for me uh, 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 as much as the subject is the fact that don't we have enough robots and ninjas and fictional things that we can kill instead of my because we're not we're not going to get that movie with too many other races, right? You. I, I doubt I, I doubt you'll get that with African Americans because we every now and then we get the Afri- the, the the African American I hate to put it this way the really good slave African American movie so you see yeah. you know like Twelve Years of Slave which shows the devastation of slavery or even Django Django was probably one of the I still haven't seen that oh Django's fantastic that. and but it's it's one of the more realistic dis- depictions of slavery and slavery tools and thing and things so truly horrifying things that happen in history. I think I think if we do, I mean, I'm okay with Western movie. I'm not. I, I'm just. This just looked like just like let's just slaughter a bunch of. I mean, it really looked that right. bad, and that and that was kind of my issue with it. Taking your analogy, you take us out, yeah, and and mine is probably the Mexicans. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying Mexicans as a general, all Latino people. I'm saying like the Mexicans from Mexicans, like the Me- yeah. from like the Mexican American Wars. I think, I think that's the only time. I think that's the only time you'll see that's what when no one gets upset. But you put some other other ethnic group in there, right. you're gonna have some trouble. And it's, I think, I, I think it's, I think it's something you should be concerned about. But I would wait until I mean, you pur- see it, right. Before before passing the judgment, because I think that that's I, I think that's the easiest thing right now that, that we see a lot of people fair. do. That's fair. That's fair because we you mentioned the the lady who didn't see the movie on her blog. Yeah, and like I said, I'm just going by what a trailer looks like, and it's just I, I, to me, I'm not. I'm just. Uh, well, I mean, if that's if that's the trailer, that's 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 awful salesmanship. <laughs> what, you you know. know, well for for my people, but you know, you guys will get into it. I mean, nah, well not you specifically, but yeah. I'm, but I'm saying, I mean, see. You know, trailers in most movies are made for the idea of the the the, the target audience. We target audience in the Midwest, though. You're looking at your 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 white American, right? That's your I'm, and I'm. It's not anything. I'm, it's not anything so I'm making up. Like you know, I'm, I'm trying to be racial about it. This is true. That's what they look at demographics. They're looking sure. at you know middle income white America, and yeah. and so who will eat this up? Leo's gonna. He's looking for for an Oscar, and you know that's fine. It's just. I just watched it. No, I mean, it was he's going to earn that Oscar off your back, Scotty. <laughs> you and your people. It's, I don't know. I just, I wasn't as much upset about it as more of a oh, grown eye roll. Right. That's kind of where I was on and it. And that's fair. I, you know, and, I think, and I, so, I, like I said, though, I would, I would wait. And, I, I would wait and, and I would, I would be ready, though. And, and my, my mistake about talking about this is when it happened, I posted on Facebook and I posted it as, Yet another movie where killing, you know, my people, that kind of thing, killing yeah. Indians. And the um, trolls came out. 
Oh, they always do. And so that that kind of the the, the you're gonna cry about it. That kind of stuff. You know, yeah. pictures of Iron, you know, Iron Eyes Cody. If you guys don't know that, that's the famous uh, Indian who cries at the trash. You know, yeah. from the old seventies PSA. And it's like I ha- and and maybe the, this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't know. As as a filmmaker or whatever, we don't have too many positive Native American movies. That's fair. Pocahontas. <laughs> Sorry. Which, which is that is really positive? <laughs> for the Disney version, yes. All the other ones, no. Because it's, Dis- it's Disney-fied. And, and, yeah. and, and I, I'm not going to say anything against Disney, because Disney's out to make a book, and I love Disney. I mean, even, even that horrible movie. But, like, can you name an, a, a Native film? Dances with Wolves. I'll give you that. That's at least had a good portion of a native cast in it. Um, Cowboys and aliens. <laughs> I, I liked. Uh, this is another. It's kind of stereotypical. Is you know the white dude finding spiritual awakening with <laughs> spirit guy. But the what was it? The one with Johnny Depp, and it was in black and white. And um, Dead Man's Gun. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Also speaking of Johnny Depp, worst nope. Tonto ever. Yeah, no, that's not. Yeah, see, if you want to be upset movie. about something, be upset about that shit. <laughs> but apparently, he's one sixteenth something, and so that I don't he, give a damn. See, I, I didn't, I didn't come up with this term, but uh, uh, Rich Hall. I've never Hall. seen a white man go white face before. <laughs> that is crazy. Rich Hall, who's a comedian, and he's an American comedian, and he's an expat over in, in England. He built a huge career in England. He was on SNL here back in the eighties. I love Rich Hall. He's great. He does. Uh, he has a documentary about finding the Indian in film, and it's fantastic it's it really fantastic and he and he, he talks to a lot of native people and part of that is he finds this native comedian who does stand up there's a there's a whole group of native american comedians it, it, and so and yes they do t- tour the casinos but <laughs> not a joke that's what they do nice coming down to the atmore but casino he, he pulled he pulled out he, you know he, he mentioned some stuff that i thought was fascinating everyone will say that they have some Native American in them. I don't. And and everyone being the general. Yeah. I'm not saying you specifically. I'm just saying in the general. Stop being the internet. <laughs> you. And so uh, everyone says that they have some Native American in them. And that's always, nine times out of ten, on their grandmother's side. And so take, take that information now. And when you have conversations with your friends, just stick that back there. And if that ever pops up, it'll nine times out of ten, it will be on. Oh my, yeah, my grandmother, her mother was Blackfoot, or Sue, or she had a little bit of. I mean, literally, yeah. that's the. So I must be one. And then all came out of this. This book came out in the seventies called "Bury My Heart on Wounded and on Wounded Knee," which is, it's a, it's a fine book. Yeah, HBO made a really good version of the movie a few years ago on it, but um, this comedian come up and he says. That's when all the generic keys came out, and I I love it. I loved the generic key. Like you know, you know, I can prove my ancestry. My biological father is a hundred percent Porch Creek Indian. Nice. There you (laughs) go. Yeah, his mother and father were a hundred percent Porch Creek Indian. I am not because he white women. (laughs) (laughs) Something magical about white women. I girl wasted. And so. 
Yeah, but but I'm 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 half actually with their crazy. Hashtag white powers. <laughs> white powers. I like it. But you know, I I just feel weird about the whole thing. Um, great Indian movie. If you've never seen, I highly recommend Smoke Signals. It's oh a, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Smoke yeah. Signals, great movie. Um, but there's no. We we don't get represented very well. No. in, in movies and but. I, and let's be fair. You're also it's also based on like you were talking about demographics, right? I'm you I'm, know I'm, if 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 I make a movie and I go, hey, here's a movie about cowboys. I can sell that. If I go, hey, here's a movie about the Indians. It's a little bit tougher of a sell. I, I I'm, I'm not and arguing. and except for except for you know however many whatever the percentages of, right. of, of of Indians here in the United States. Um, you know, it's it's a tougher sell. Oh, I agree. And uh, even some native movies that do come out, I don't watch because there's some of them are not either particular to my interest or my particular tribe or my particular area. I mean, yeah. there's a, you know, we get a lot of Pacific Northwest Indian movies. We'll get a lot of Canadian Indian movies. Yeah, they love the Inuit. You'll get a couple of Inuit movies, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, smoke signals is a Cherokee. Uh, uh, no, they're no. up north, so they're like it's not Sioux, but it's it's South Dakota that area. Yeah. So Blackfoot Sioux, um, no. and I'm sorry, my native listeners, some guys can can correct me on that, but um, don't be mad about it though. <laughs> if you if 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 you bitch about it, we we don't care. And so, I mean, I do. I mean, nah. but uh, nah. I you know. I don't know where I was going, but anyway, I there, there's not a lot of what we represent, and when we're represented, we're always representing the same thing. Yeah, and you know, and 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 like I said, I I, I absolutely agree with you. Here's on that. some interesting facts. So in the 30s, um, cartoons decided who are behind people behind you stop doing racially insensitive. Things for African Americans, right? So a lot, you know, that's when uh, you know Bugs Bunny stopped doing blackface. Thirties or forties, it's really early. Yeah. Do you know when cartoons start stopped doing that and and for Native Americans? Probably not until like the seventies. Nineteen ninety-five. Wow, that's crazy. Right. Oh, Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> yes. A Darth Vader in that, so that gets a pass. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that kind of it's really one of my favorite movies of all time is a western called The Searchers. John Wayne. It's the only John Wayne movie. I'm not a big John Wayne fan, but it's a fantastic movie about a Confederate racist looking after trying to find some some women who were kidnapped by Indians. It's it's a but it's okay. The Indians are clearly the bad guys in this. They are they are kind right. of dicks in this movie, and right. so there's you know, and, and so I'm okay with that. Here's the, the thing that cracks me up though: the Indian chief for the, the the tribe that they go after is played by a dude from Berlin. <laughs> oh, no. Now now it's it's the '60s when they made this film and I, and and even today i mean it's like it's you know i feel bad for the asians who in hollywood everyone looks alike so chinese and koreans and japanese are all been playing the same kind of you get a uh mixed race whatever i have i have, I have something funny about that 
I was talking to uh, our friend Ron Goldman, uh, and we were talking about casting and whatnot. And he said that there was a uh, a, a casting thing recently for uh, Asians in the area. And uh, I said, like, I think they were looking for Japanese, I think. Uh, and they said, so, we, you know, we're looking for Japanese people, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I said, I've got friends who are Vietnamese. I don't, I don't know of any Japanese folks around here. And uh, he said, uh, he was like, well, funny thing, because we've always used, like, you know, over in Hollywood, there's a huge Chinese population. Right. We, they use Chinese so much in movies that our per- America's perception of what a Japanese person looks like is actually Chinese. I believe it. And it, it, it it's weird that we that that's happened. And they they look different. Like you could tell when you look at right. a Japanese person and a Chinese person for the most part you could tell the, you can tell the difference. Um but yeah, it's weird that like we've been like that's that's how Hollywood has affected our view of culture. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean you know. I mean, even in you know, I you know, I mentioned the, the the guy from Berlin because I think it's the funniest they found. Uh, we have an extra cat. That's the the cat. Cat just gentlemen. wants to talk. That's all. That's okay. Because he's fat. But the and annoying. Not only did they just find a white guy, they found the whitest guy <laughs> they possibly could get. There, I mean, like, <laughs> wow. it was like, it was like, well, we've got Berlin and Sweden. <laughs> Uh well, uh, the guy from Sweden's not available right. this week to film. And and they had like in the th- the twenties they had natives living on studio or outside on studio land so they yeah. could do make Western films. I mean they had you know they would come in, and then a lot of times they would get uh, Mexicans and do Mexican day laborers as as I mean it's it's Hollywood's a fickle it's yeah. it's so crazy but you know uh just maybe that's what I'm supposed to do maybe I'm supposed to make my you know. Do put, it. Put my people out a little more. Which, do it. Which I never thought about trying to do, but maybe I will. Write, write the, write the story we gave you. <laughs> the, 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 the Indian, <laughs> the Indians go to attack a, a white settlement, and one of them gets left behind, and he learns the way of the white people, and, and then <laughs> goes back and kills his, kills his own people. I, I always want to, you know, I always dream about writing for Marvel. Yeah. And one of the things I would love them to give me is a four issue series of Ghost Rider. I was gonna, I was gonna say Warpath. No, thank you. Because <laughs> uh, I want to do, I want to do a Native American Ghost Rider. Interesting. Yeah, Spirit of Vengeance against the you know, U.S. Army Cavalry. Oh, you can see him on the horse, and you know, you put you put a brave in this great, like a like a plains brave, just covered in flame and skeleton, and, and just yeah. riding this horrific horse, galloping. Oh, I would eat that shit up. So. Uh, yeah, but you know, you know another another thing that's not doing uh, Native Americans any ju- or, or any kind of help. What was that civilization? Because like, anytime, anytime there's like the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, the game civilization, the the, uh, the computer game. Yeah, I, I, you've never played Civilization. Oh, no, man, no, 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 I'm playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I played it. I've been playing this week. Okay. In fact, I've been playing as the Iroquois. See, I, I don't. I don't like Mohawk playing. warriors, and Mohawk warriors are awesome. Yeah, but I can't. I, I can't stand it's them and the and, and uh, oddly enough, the actual quote unquote Indians uh, when it comes to uh, like Gandhi. Yeah, Gandhi. Uh, 
I, I never have good relations with with either the Iroquois, the Aztec, the. There's a new one, and I can't remember what. The Mayan. Uh, Not the Mayans. The Mayans. I usually, I, we don't get along. So the Iroquois and I so usually get along. Okay. So who do you play as? I usually play as America. I did for a while, and I've well, then they then when I got the Iroquois, I was like, I'm sorry, I, I like my Hiawatha. Yeah. And um. In fact, I'm, I'm playing. Well, I'm not playing right now. I'm here podcasting. But I have a game yeah. saved. Where? Okay. Because um, here's what I don't like. Because I'm I'm close to winning. Right. And when you get close to everyone, starting to denounce you. Yeah. I had amazing relations with America throughout the game. In fact, like for the first time ever of playing this, I would just give. You know, I made so much money. It's like, oh, I see you, America, struggling. Here's some gold. Yeah. And George Washington would be like, "Thanks for the gift." And yeah. And so I had. Alexander show up and was like, "Hey, uh, Japan's right by you, and they're annoying us." Can, and they were building up their force because it was us, and they were we shared a border. Yeah, and I just basically put troops around my entire border to keep everyone from out. Out, right? And so I didn't. I wasn't aggressive. I was. I, was, I like doing defensive. The, well, I was defensive, but I like. I like um, in Civ Five. I like the social trees. Right. I like. That's how I like to. I like doing the social victory. I, that's how I won last time I played. And, and so, because uh, I just like the bone. It's just how it ends up. I like culture, whatever. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Alexander's all like, "Hey, come on, help!" And I'm like, "Yeah, Japan's getting. I've been trying Japan's to be nice. Getting uppity. And I'm trying to be nice, and I'm trying to trade. And they're like, we'll never trade with you.' I'm like, what did we do?' And so I'm like, all right." Maybe I'll, 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 I'll smash a couple of cities and get them back in line. And, and so give me 10 turns so I can get everyone kind of positioned. Yep. And so I, Alexander's like, yes, we're going to go to war. Four turns later, he declares war on me. Wow. And it was like, I'm, and so I'm like, you, what? And so um, I smashed his forces in my, in my, he just, he's, it was, I'm, we're separated by Babylon. So it's, Alexander, Babylon, and then us. Right. And the the Babylonians had let had a open borders treaty with, so you they just marched across. Oh, the frustrating part was I couldn't cross into Babylon because I didn't have an open borders treaty, oh, and so no. they would just park and volley. Yeah. And so you know, I started talking to Nebuchadnezzar and like, hey, buddy, we're Help gonna we're gonna have to do this. And he's what like, do you want? He's I like, will give it to you. I'm never giving you nothing. So I'm like, fine, I'll declare war and I'll just take Babylon. Yep. And that's what I did. I, I have, I currently have Babylon, and nice. And so I've, I've shut that out before, which forced Alex to get peace, and Nebuchadnezzar they gave me so much money and stuff, and I, and I wouldn't ask for that. I was just like, I'm just keeping the town. See, I, this, I'm a this benevolent is, dictator. <laughs> this, this is, this is how I, this is how I handle Civ. If we go to war. Usually it's because you're on the border with me and you've pissed me off. And I, I usually try not to go to war with anyone. But if we go to war, I will go in and I'll take a few cities that are close to me. Right. And then I will send a thing that says, you know, usually by that point they're like, okay, we want peace. And I go, great. I will give you peace if you give me this city. I can never get them to And they me a go, city. no, I'm not giving you that city. And I go, okay. And I go to that city and I raise that city. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I go I love that raise is an option <laughs> and then I go okay I'm gonna take now uh, 
I will give you peace if you give me this city. No, we can't give you that city. Okay. I go and I raise that city. So every time I do that, granted, it's against the computer. But every time I do that, I'm sitting there going, these deaths are on you. <laughs> Which I know makes me, going back to the bad guy discussion, makes me a very bad man. But I know that I am. Hey. And I'm doing this because I'm trying to save the lives of my people. I understand. I, I um, So, yeah, it was a. it's one of those things to where... Um, that that's 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 my end game. That's usually when I'm playing. If I have to go to war, I am I'm that kind of megalomaniac where it's just give me this city, and you'll have peace. No, then they're gone. That city ceases to exist because was, of you. Because I always like playing the world map that looks like Earth. Uh, I've played that a few times. Usually, I just go the random map and so with cause, continents because uh, I like because well, I like continents too. But I like I like the fact that I know where I'm at. I can kind of navigate, and so I've been. Uh, settling Australia, We're, they place us like kind of in the Middle East, India. You know, that's cause, where because Middle East, sure. And that's where they, they they placed us, and and then so I kind of was. So I've been settling Australia, trying to get that all set up, and and then um, I go back to my main island, you know, the main and I see there in the south of my borders, just out of nowhere, Greece has put a city there. I uh, that. And I was like, pisses me off. I was like, all right, all right. First of all, don't settle near me. Yeah. I don't settle near you. I've proven that I can wipe you out. And, and so the first thing I was like, I, I denounced. And then he got mad and denounced me. <laughs> That's then, always fun, the, the dual denouncing. <laughs> right. And then and then it comes. Has, has it ever happened where you denounce somebody and they're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then I was like, I, th- I thought about it for a minute. And I was like, he's going to expand. Yep. So I put they always do because I had ships by then, and so I put ships around his borders on where he was at. And I was like, "Hey, um, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, if you don't give me this city, give me this city, or you, or you die." And he said, "No." So I did what you did and raised it to the ground. Nice. All right, this has been like a five hour podcast. Let's end this. Uh, two and a half hours. Uh, I might split this. This might up be in, two. This may be split up into two. Two yeah. and a half hours is long. We'll do an A and a B this week. There we go. So get a bonus one this week. Um. This has been the uh, Weekly Mobcast episode 31A and B. (laughs) Uh, You can follow me at at Scotty White um, and the Mobcast Network at at Mobcast Network. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Be sure to check out my Job of the Hut Taylor Swift video. Yep. Because it's it's awesome. (laughs) It's very well done. And share it, please. It's funny. Uh, I think it's funny. And Aaron does does too. Uh, You can find our lovely co-host at you can find me on Twitter at Aaron underscore Porter underscore is. You can find me on the Rooster Teeth site. I am Aaron. Um, and uh, you can find the other Aaron who's currently cooking our dinner. I'm watching. That was her. Uh, uh, you can find her on Twitter at Aaron underscore needs underscore coffee or on Instagram at Aaron dot needs dot coffee. Very, very cool. Um, we're going to leave you with this.
Mobcast Network.